Are you uh, getting called right now? No. All right, cool. On your cellular telephone, dude? No, I'm getting a phone call on my car phone, dude. Oh, that's tubular, bro. Radical. Oh, God. To the extreme! This is the extreme edition of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, episode 99. We're taking it back to the 90s. Whoa. I'm like, sure. I'm Tom. And we're ending this bit right now. That is Please. exhausting. That's, How did we live like that? Uh, exhausting. We survived the 90s. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're surviving the 2000s. I served. I survived the eighties, nineties, and two thousands. That 2000s. is true. Yeah, you're, you're rocking a couple and the two thousand. Yeah, a couple decades. There yeah, on your yep. time, you got a couple decades under your belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't want to clap because there's a dog around, and I feel like. Oh, all right. So there we go. So we are talking about the nineteen nineties, the decade that uh, shaped your boys, shaped the nation, uh, the, the American and rude. Mm-hmm. Um, the the things that you love right now, uh, all different types of media, video game, comics, movies, television, wrestling, everything kind of formed out of this whole weird period of the nineties. Man, it's grunge, it's extreme, it's like early goth, it's rap rock, it's a whole bunch of shit. Revival man. of the hippie movement, yeah, like, because all, shit was your, crazy. all like the that was like the nostalgia yeah. kind of came in and shit like that. So we're gonna get all of that. We're gonna talk about the Rude Nation rocks the vote. Results that we did on our social media platforms. So, Thank you, Nation, for for voting. Did we actually get things? Yeah, we got we got we got some hits, bro. That weren't us or us under different names. Um, <laughs> never mind. No, no, we, got, no we, we got we got some hits. We got some hits. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that as the show progresses. Holy shit! But for now, Tommy. Uh, Who's in our mouth? What's this radical drink in our mouth? I don't know. You made a tubular-looking drink. Yeah, so this is a nice green, slimy, ecto-cooler-based drink. Now, clarification, Nation. Huh? The ecto-cooler came out during the original release of Ghostbusters, which was in the 80s. However, there's a lot of things that came out in the late 80s that that were adopted by the 90s. Ecto-cooler was in production... Up until fucking real Ghostbusters, the TV show ended. So that's a whole lot of '90s for you, right there. And then and they, it came back with the with the newer movie, but that's not the '90s. You know what I mean? Echo which cooler. it would. Echo which, cooler. Man, I remember the Ecto Cooler. It, it was in the high C can that you had to open up both sides. Oh man, all otherwise, the '90s kids know this. Otherwise, you know, with, 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 you know the can opener I'm yep. talking about. Oh, I know, yeah, it had, uh, it had a I, little big pick and a little pick, yep. and you had to get both sides. Yep. yep. And then when he came back, for, don't know the struggle. When he came back for the new one, it was in like a gallon bottle. Yeah, fucking icy, man. I say, man, it's all fucking sugar, basically. Not, yep. not, not as bad as my punch, but this is no, cooler. not as bad as those barrel drinks. Oh god, the, the, that the, was the, just the quarter waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just pixie, uh, pixie sticks and water. <laughs> Uh, but this drink right here, this is kind of a little more tropical themed. Uh, it's got pineapple juice, coconut rum, uh, orgiat syrup, which is almond-based syrup. I can never – I want to say or, orgiat. Orgiat? Orgiat. Orgiat. <laughs> they said orgiat. Um, you know, you boys are always orgiat because there's just a lot of people and yeah, whatever. Anyway, and Midori, that's what makes the whole drink green. The grink green? Fuck you. <laughs> it makes the green right. green, Nation. And it has a nice little foam to it, too. It does. Like. Tom, Tom's really not feeling the texture about it, not really the smell. Um, I haven't tried it regardless, yet. Regardless, we're going to clink it up, and let's see how he likes it. How's that mouth feel? 
Thank you. Yep, that's Chloe. Smashing shit around the house. Thank you. What are your thoughts, Tom? Right off the top of the dome. Tommy likes it. There you go. It's very fruit flavored. It like is. Said, it's like pineapple light. juice, coconut rum, Midori, which is melon based, lime juice, um, that almond syrup, which is unpronounceable to the human tongue. Or just um, you. Or me. Tom, what's that word? Almond juice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom's going to juice some almonds, and um, we're going to get right into Blitzkrieg News. I, think. I got nipples, Greg. Can you juice me? <laughs> That's not the line at all. Yes, it is. Starting off in games, as we always do. Perfect, yep. Shut up. So I did not have the notes open. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy game in the works at Square Enix. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Especially after the debacle that the Avengers game is. Um. So, uh, fun fact, Tommy. This is going to be our last Rude Boys Power Hour Plus episode, obviously before episode 100, but before the return of E3. Mm. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about now might be debunked by the time okay. Tuesday Rude Day posts or whatever like that because the structure of E3 is all weird this year. It's going to be like – I think there's going to be conferences on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And Tuesday ends with obviously Nintendo Direct. That's the one I'm most interested in. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft. All these guys are doing their stuff. This game is supposedly going to be unveiled at that time, a Guardians of the Galaxy game by Square Enix. Why? I don't know because uh, unless they make it better, I don't know. If it's I really, I really hope Groot looks like John Stamos. There's also going to be a uh, Marvel XCOM game, which I heard about, rumored, hmm. rumored upon, so like a, a tactical strategy game. Tommy, Tommy likey. Tommy's indifferent. Tommy, Tommy no likey. Tommy yeah. indifferent. Tommy likey no likey. Tommy indifferent. What else we got, Tom? Uh, pre-E3 announcement. Sonic, Dragon uh, Quest, Switch Pro? No, no Switch Pro. <laughs> no Switch people Pro? always okay, cool. fucking saying, hey, today's the day we're going to hear about the Switch Pro. Um, there was a, a couple anniversary live streams or whatever. Um, first one was the Dragon Quest one. Uh, it's going to be a new Dragon Quest game. It's always a new Dragon Quest game. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is that they're making a remake of Dragon Quest 3, and it's going to look like that Octopath Traveler game, so the 2D, HD 2D, whatever the fuck it is. Hmm, so that's a nice look. You've seen it. Yeah. You at least, you know, that, that, that that's a nice graphical style. Yeah. Everybody obviously wants Final Fantasies, the, you know, the 16-bit ones to get remade like that. I would actually play them if that's the case, but, you know, that's not what's happening. And Sonic, uh, Sonic had a live stream, not Sonic himself, but, you know, the people that made the Sonic. Hey, this Sonic, you want some chili dogs? Hey, 90s. Gotta get them fast. Gotta get them fast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta get them fast. That's no good. Um, uh, I think that's a meme. Uh, hey, Tails, where are ya? <laughs> <laughs> His classic line, yes, I'm asking where Tails is. Yes, <laughs> fucking Tails, man. So, <laughs> thank you, doggy. So, oh, hi, doggy. Uh, the, the biggest takeaway out of the Sonic live stream was that there's going to be a new Sonic game coming out next year. And there's a Sonic Colors remake, which people love. It's a game that came out for the Wii. Thank you. Yes. What oh, if yes. you're colorblind? Um, you're kind of SOL. I don't know what to tell you. That's maybe not they would, right. or Maybe there's there should be a colorblind mode. You're you right. Should. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Please stop. Um, she won't. Slobber. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Nintendo making their own museum. Yes. They're reformatting one of their oldest warehouses, I believe in Kyoto, and they're just going to start putting out... Where's uh, that located? In Japan. 
and they're going to start, I guess, displaying some of their uh, history, which is great. Okay. Um, especially for like a preservation point or just to, you know, see this shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I think they might say 2024 or something okay. like that. Yeah, they talked about it in an investor's conference. Dark Horse is looking to make games. So, yes, exactly. And properties Dark Horse has, such as The Boys, um, Hellboy. Aliens, Predator. Not anymore. Fox oh, right. got it. That's right, yeah. Um, other things of that ilk. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to try to outsource some of their IPs. Cool. Cool. cool See beans. how that goes. Comics. We actually have comic news. Have comic news. Yes. Donny Cates takes on the Hulk in August. Yep. Now, Donny Cates uh, has been working on Venom. He's been working on a lot. The one that brought us uh, King in Black. Yep. And every, yeah, like, yep. Just Silver pretty, Surfer Black. Yeah. He did Guardians Run, Cosmic Ghost Rider. He's been doing a whole lot of shit. Yes. So now he is done with his Venom run uh, post-King in Black, and now he's moving on to the Hulk. Drop it! Drop it! Okay, we have some live dog wrangling going on right now. Hey, Grashy. That was a... I'm not editing that out. That is... Stop eating stuff. <laughs> Tom, the dog would do this if you weren't here, so just let it happen. I am responsible right now. Well, as he takes a sip of his cocktail. Very good. Shout out. So, Donnie Cave's taking over the Hulk. Yes, great. Al Ewing, who was writing Immortal Hulk, right. is... Takes on Venom. Right. So That's pretty little, cool. A little, little bit of a switcheroo. A little, from, little, uh, little bit of a switch. Yep. And from what I understand, Immortal Hulk is just like some weird, dark Yeah, kind of but now it's just – it's going to be titled Hulk. It's not going to be titled Immortal no, Hulk. No, but I'm saying what this oh, gentleman yeah. wrote was like oh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some yeah, weird, I'm gonna, I'm, stuff. I'm so now he's taking over Venom, so that's interesting. I'm going to get it when when Immortal Hulk is released right. all the way. Cool. Um, X-Men – and the Marvel Universe go on fire with Inferno in sept- uh, September or October. You don't have to research. No, 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 no. It was well. They, I just saw that apparently they're also killing Doctor Strange in September. I saw that too. Um, yeah, they, they, so yeah, John, Jonathan Hickman's doing their doing Inferno, right? Inferno, which is a re like a it's it's a it's a name from a comic saga from the late eighties, early nineties. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, mostly X-Men related books, Mm -hmm. a couple other outliers, a Spider-Man tale here and there. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're bringing that back. Uh, Apparently some mysteries or something that happened with House and Powers of X that uh, are being, uh, we'll uh, see. Revealed. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. see. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I'm very skeptical. (laughs) Along with everything that has been coming out of that camp lately. Um, is it because you just don't like Wolverine banging Cyclops? No, it's nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. it, it's just I don't like Jonathan Hickman really. Really? He's okay. Slightly overrated. Wow. Okay. Um, All right. Hey, I, I don't know. I never read the man's work. He seems to be doing a good job because he did. Uh, no, that's great. He I, did Fantastic Four, and then he's. There's this, just no so. need to have. That slot. I don't remember anymore. There's just no need to have 800 fucking X books right now. <laughs> Tommy! Yeah, I know. It's we back to the 90s. We just went through this. Back, it's back to, to the, the 90s. 90s, yes. And if it's going to sell, you know they're going to they're gonna juice that almond but as much as they can. my money. Well, Tom, you know what? This is like the end. This is like that episode of The Simpsons from the 90s, the Flaming Homer episode, where he's like, you just lost a sale, and everybody else is throwing money at Mo. But you know what, Tom? You're right. Vote with your dollars. I can't argue with that. 
I vote. I vote with graphic novels. Okay, let's still your money. So that's yeah, fine. shut up. Hey. Um, movies. Aaron Taylor Johnson cast as Craven in solo movie set for January thirteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Yep. What are your thoughts on this, Tom? Because we, we were talking about this off air when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely was not in our shortlist of no. people who would want to play Craven. Also. Sony's shortlist was a whole bunch of people we did not expect. So, like, Keanu Reeves. Well, Keanu Reeves was on my shortlist. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was. I don't remember that at all. You think he's making After shit like, up right now? Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Like, John Wick? Yeah. I don't see him as being craven, though. You could probably have shoehorned him as uh, Moon Knight if they didn't get um, your boy Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Um, which finally got confirmed. Which yeah. isn't really TV, which is more TV news, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about that when we get to TV. Though. Well, we don't need to because we just did. Me. When I do that, it's fucking the podcast ends. But you know, Click. it's okay when this clown does it. <laughs> yeah, because that's you know, we just did it. We just talked about it. It's over. Oh fuck. Tom. 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 Chris. <laughs> so, this gentleman, Aaron Taylor Thomas Johnson. Johnson. Aaron he's not one of the fucking Carter, he's not one of the Taylor Thomas. He's not one of the home improvement kids. Right. Zachary he, Taylor. He played Levy Johnson Thomas. He played Aaron I just Taylor made like Johnson. I just made like homunculus 90s boy that like if AI existed the way it does now in the 1990s It'd be a nightmare. No, he would be just like 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 everybody TGI Friday not the not the restaurant. This was an ABC programming block. Um, yeah, the, the 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 panties would be dropped. Sorry, but Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson, he played Quicksilver yep. in the MCU in Avengers. Well, yes, he did. Yes, I'm sorry, in, I got mixed up. Thank you. In Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, <laughs> right, and the end of Winter Soldier. Yes. Yes. Um, he played Kick Ass. Okay. In the titular movie Kick Ass. So he's not a stranger to playing comic book characters. Sure. Um, <clears throat> we know that he can do his, like like a uh, an accent, which okay. is which is good. Yeah, like, to me that's very important for okay. Craven. My thing is that, and again, once people get signed on to do comic book movies, they bulk the fuck up. Right. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't see him at right now being craven and also no, i don't say, think he's going to be craven i think he's not going to be scared i think he's going to be craven off oh my god <laughs> oh, come on he's got jokes <laughs> this whole podcast I is a joke yeah i don't personally see him uh-huh. looking like that character and also he is he is on the younger side yeah. You know, like when we were saying names like uh, Joe Montana, not Joe Montana, Joe uh, Mangiello. Yeah, the guy, uh, Deathstroke. What the fuck? The guy who played Deathstroke. <laughs> the guy who played Deathstroke, yes. Um, even, you know, Jason Momoa, obviously he's tied up with DC, yeah. but like, you know, like a guy like that, a big presency, older gentleman that could be a threat to this young high school web swinging Peter Parker. Well, Again, if it was tied into yeah. that, which Sony says there's a plan, which is like. <gasps> you fucking think? Sorry. Yeah, and we could go off on Sony's fucking nonsense. Seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I don't think this is nonsense. I think this is like, all right, we'll see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a name we expected. No. Um, Not a name. If you gave us a list of 50 names, I probably wouldn't have picked this one. No. No. Definitely not. Uh, a list of three names, so probably wouldn't have picked it. Unless, <laughs> unless those two names were Bert and Ernie. Those are Muppets. They're also names. Moving on. They're also... All right, so trailer talk. Fuck trailers. Let's talk trailers. Eternals. Eternals, yes. Drops. We did not talk about this, because this happened after we recorded. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I don't, know, I don't know what to think, because, again... Um, not fully sold right. on it. Um... I do enjoy the. I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say. I don't know what you're going to say. The thing you've been yelling at me. No, I'm not going to. All right. But like, I did see this funny, uh, like this funny thing because one thing in the uh, trailer was just like, oh, and you know, we've been watching humanity for you know for Mm. you know, and someone photoshopped it instead of saying Eternals and said useless, (laughs) because it's like, where the fuck were you guys? When, uh, oh, I don't know, fucking Thanos was coming to fuck shit up. And I'm sure there's a reason yeah. that they oh, weren't yeah. getting involved. Correct. Because the Eternals, if I remember correctly, they're essentially gods. Right. So, you know, gods don't like to get involved in the trials of man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which, which, I, I which I get. And again, it, it all kind of comes back to that line Captain Marvel had in uh, Endgame. Where there are more like, worlds out exactly, here than just yours. Exactly. Yeah. Who don't have Avengers. Yeah. So it was like, all right, it's like, nah, that that superhero squad's got it. Which makes sense to kind of like why they were like gossiping about sure. it. Um, you know, like, oh, Steve Rogers gone and uh, Tony Stark dead. Yeah. Who's going to lead the Avengers? That shit. And Icarus was like, oh, I can. Right. And everybody laughed. Everybody had a good chuckle. Yeah. Because remember um, what happened last time he tried to lead something? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that en- It ended Horribly out of way. It's not in great. Um, next trailer is a trailer called Demonic. I didn't see right. this one. Okay, this is the Neil Blomkamp, the Neil Blumpkin trailer. Oh, okay, Blumpkins, Blumpkins is back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he Blumpkins back and making movies. Um, a horror movie. Um, it looks it looks relatively spooky. It seems I have to do something with. Um, I don't know, some weird, like, VR program tapping into some sort of demon thing, and mm-hmm. um, they're following a, uh, a young woman who, I guess, has to kind of revisit a lot of her past horrors and stuff like that. It's a little trippy. It's pretty cool. Um, we love a good Blumpkin here at the at the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, so, you know, why not? So all we'd add it to the notes. <laughs> we like a good Blumpkin. Oh, TV, this one hurts. <laughs> So, so remember that fun show you were watching last week, Tom? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I so, enjoyed it. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy uh, got canceled, apparently. Yeah. But now, apparently, I was seeing that they're doing something with the villains or yeah, some so, shit. So Netflix just out. They didn't cancel it. They just... Reworking like, it, it seems. They, they, it's not even that. The way they worded it was just like, they are just dropping all contracts. You know what I mean? Like, they're just yeah. like... Instead of being like, I don't want this, mm-hmm. they just let it go. They're like, nope, I don't want this. I want this thing, which is apparently still in the same Mark Miller universe or whatever like that. Yeah, it was Mark Miller. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, people are ticked off about that. I am one of them. There you go. Especially right, so with one of the boys. Especially with the way season one fucking ended. Well, I mean, it's all graphic novels, right? It is, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, I got a lot of fucking reading, okay? All right, sure. Guy. Right. Okay. Got it. Mm. That's disgusting. Nothing in wrestling. Nothing in wrestling. We saw Double or Nothing. 
we did live at, we did. At, a, at a at a get together, which was the first time that's happened. Yeah. Uh, in the pandemic, in this pandemic era. Um, pretty interesting. I, I never want you okay. Yeah. What happened there? It's all right. Oh, you get into the ass of the drink. Huh? Get into the ass of the drink. Yeah, because we because it's settled. We I made these drinks like ten minutes before we started. Like seven minutes, right? Huh? Like seven minutes. Jesus, this fucking guy, all fucking day. Anyway, uh, Double Nothing was very cool. Yeah. Um That main event, entertaining was, show. Yes. That main event was good. Like that fucking Spartan kick that uh, that fucking Neville uh, that uh, well, Kenny Omega gave to Neville. Well, yeah. Or the, the, the the world title match. Yeah. Was good. Yeah. The main event was at Stadium Stampede. Oh right, 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 right. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I was a little bewildered with that. And I've seen cinematic matches, but never like a big schmozzy five-on-five, all-around-the-arena thing. And I'm like, Um, okay, cool. I think we're done with these cinematic matches, though, now. You know what I'm saying? Really? (laughs) Never. I don't know. I I think – I don't know. Now that you can have have audience in the the crowd – they had an audience. Right. So I don't think there was a need As for long that. as WWE will still have that inkling of an idea of doing cinematic matches, AEW will be like, yeah, okay, we're going to do one too. It's like, ooh, yeah, let me Because A- yeah, AEW, as much fun as it is, they can't do their own shit. Well, I mean, what was the last cinematic match WWE did? What was it, the fucking Money in the Bank? I don't, I don't even remember. I don't even watch the product. No one does. Right. Or they did something with like holy the, shit the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits or something. I don't know. So I'm gonna go off on a little tangent right mm. now. You so, the day that the day before we started recording, I turned on SmackDown. Today. Yeah. Okay. I turned on SmackDown. I was like, all right, let me let me check out this product. Let me check out the product right now. Mm-hmm. As soon as that fucking tool bag pat mcafee opened his fucking mouth i was like click nope i was just like dude you suck like i was just thinking because like i saw the um the clip because i guess roman started the show or something mm -hmm. like that he was very much on point and you know what i think i think that has to do with a lot and and i was just so i didn't obviously listen i didn't watch it and listen or anything like that um but i think having a gentleman like him Come right. in and do commentary versus somebody who's done UFC or MLB or something. Which they have a UFC guy on. Right, on Raw. And he was a lot better than the other jabroni they had just had because like, he who, just Tom couldn't Phillips? jive. No, no, not Tom Phillips. There was oh. another dude. Samoa Joe? No, not Samoa. See, see, that's how far away Tom is from the product. Samoa Joe, gone. Tom Phillips, gone. Not not released yet. Not released just yet. But once Raw kind of got onto you know the Peacock after WrestleMania. Okay. Once Raw got on the cock. Not on the cock, but, you know, by proxy on the cock. By coxie. The, I guess, NBC wanted an ESPN guy on. Okay. So it was him, Corey Graves, and the other dude, not Tom Phillips. I don't know, this is really Uh, Byron Saxon? Yes, him. Okay. So it was them. He was on for three weeks. Okay. Then he got, then he, then he, he got let go. You know, in the same Netflix, Jupiter's Legacy situation. Right. Then they brought in this other guy, UFC guy, who I think was a little more well-received because he does a little of the combat sports. However, Pat McAfee, Sucks. wrestling fan. <laughs> wrestling fan, Sucks. therefore, is, understands the product. Okay. There's this whole thing. Tom, you know you can just mute the fucking show, right? Or I just don't. 
Well, you just don't watch it. I don't give them my ratings. Because they don't they don't fucking deserve that's that's the pleasure of Mm. me watching them. Ooh. Okay. So anyway. Anyhow. That's all we have. That is all we have. Correct. For Blitzkrieg News. Oh. That's all we have for Blitzkrieg. Yeah, Tommy. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I don't even know. I was prepping well, for a, uh, a, a test for work. Uh-huh. Jobby job. Jibby job. You know. Your career. I'm trying to do stuff. <laughs> However, during this time, I did. Uh, I watched uh, two movies. Two movies? I rewatched uh, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. I feel like you watched that about twice a year or so. No. Because last time I watched this was two... Um, May the 4th ago. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me how I live my life. The I, thing is, Tom, I remember. I remember things. You remember things. And we'll just leave it at that. Empire Strikes Back You're hurtful. is the best Star Wars saga movie. Well, that's because I came out the year of my birth. And 1980 was a beautiful year, so... Okay. All right. All good things came out of 1980. All right. Well, all best things listen, came out of 1980. Listen, we're doing a 90s episode, so stop overselling the 1980s. No, I'm selling. I'm overselling. Until we get to episode 180, I'm selling 1980, not the 1980s. Oh, right. Okay. But still, <laughs> the entire decade. Right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. Let's it. get on point. Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> wonderful, beautiful movie, yes. best Star Wars saga, uh, Skywalker saga movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rogue One as far as all the other little mm-hmm. ancillary movies, which are just really bad and solo, and technically the Clone Wars, I guess, the movie. But Empire Strikes Back is fantastic. Yeah, I remember uh, I was watching it during this recent time, watching The Crawl, and I'm just like, I'm shaking my head, man. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I love Star Wars so much. And then I realize I'm like, oh, this whole rewatch is going to take me down through episodes uh, 7, 8, and 9. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> but... You know, we'll get to there when we get there. I also watched uh, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. This is a Netflix original. Yeah. Not a Netflix original. I'm sorry. This is a uh, – originally Sony had it, Sony Pictures Animation, the same subsidiary of Sony Pictures that did um, Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs, which is underrated and I love, um, Into the Spider-Verse. And they did some fucking Smurfs movies and fucking all that other nonsense, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, this movie – is very cute. It's very funny. We saw the trailer, I think, last weekend. I right, think your yeah. brother popped it on. And it is it is also just kind of really nice to look at. It, it, it this is gonna sound really weird, but it's like it's almost like a cartoon made 3D. Huh. Like, um, so obviously that's that's a stupid thing to say because, you know, like you look at Shrek and Toy Story and stuff like that, like those movies are cartoons made in 3D. But this looks like it someone took the time to draw it out. And then someone just like 3D animated the pictures. It's so weird. Like, and I, I to be fair, to be complete uh, transparency, I was drinking, and I was just really like honing in. Yep. Okay. No. That's fair. That's fair. No, it's um, fine. I don't judge. I was really like honing in on the art. Okay. And it just looks so nice. Um, what it does is it follows uh, the Mitchells family, and they are uh, getting caught up in adventure during the robot apocalypse. 
Um, so, and I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of fun robot jokes. Um, I posted a couple on my Snapchat that night because uh, I was really feeling that movie. Um, you but, were feeling something. But um, it, as far as the Sony Pictures movies go, it's not as good as you know Into the Spider Verse, uh-huh. definitely, because that's that's Spider Man. That's, that's, right. that's your boy's boy. Um, and I, like I said, I love Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, I think like all the fun food related jokes there transferred over to jokes. For okay. This one, yeah. Interesting. It's it's cute. It's like ninety minutes. Okay. Um, it's got a really good voice cast. Um, actually, funny enough, Danny McBride is the dad, and he sounds so normal because he's always such a fucking weirdo character in his movies. I, it took me a while to be like, that's Danny McBride, and I'm like, oh sure, you know, that's Danny McBride. Um, yeah, the voice cast is great. Um, definitely check it out. Okay. Tommy, you been watching anything? Uh, well, I'm I'm afraid to talk about what the hell I've been watching. Oh yeah, because Netflix is gonna uh, come up. Come up. Come along and chop yeah. this away. Um, I just finished uh, season. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll choke it down. I just finished uh, season five part. Uh, season five part two of Lucifer. Um, Chris, you know anything about this show or no? Uh, no, I do not. So no, it, I do not, Tommy. It uh, it, it originally started on Fox for Uh-oh. three seasons. Uh oh. It went, it went, it was doing really well. It was, uh, like, people, people were digging it. And, oh, and, and then, uh, canceled. Oh. After season four. And they were like, we still have so much to, to tell with this. Sure. So they, um, went to Netflix. Like, Netflix called them and they were like, all right, yo, we'll, uh, we got you. Okay, cool. Uh, they did, I'm sorry, I think they went to season three on Fox. Okay. Um, and then they went to, and now season four, and season five, part one and two have been on net, on uh, Netflix. Okay, that's cool. Really good. Oh, so you had original seasons on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Tom Ellis, who plays Lucifer, Tom, uh, really good. He actually did show up in um, when the CW shows did their like in, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a DC show. That's a DC huh. yeah. show. Oh, okay. Uh, it, 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 it's a vertical. Uh, it's a vertical property, which ah, is, yeah. which we were talking about. Dark Horse. Dark Horse is also a DC property. Jesus. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna shake this drink, nation. Shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Um. Yeah, like this. Like they did some fucked up things. On this uh, on this past season, which I was just like, holy shit, I I, I didn't see it coming. Okay. Uh, there was a little jab at Fox, like um, I don't know, Lucifer and the detective that he works with. They were um, trying to like find a killer. See, it looks and, so healthy, man. It's all green and shit. Yeah. I didn't make that. Uh, that was really disrespectful. I apologize. What? Uh, just put it right on the glass. It's all right. Whatever. Um, I didn't put that syrup in there. Because uh, it's not enough. So. Okay. No, no, you're not Good. Put it on yours. Yeah, well, sh- oh, all right. Yeah, yes. Sure. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> so they were like, oh, well, you know, who is this other person that we need to go see? They're like, uh, like an executive, uh, executive director of Fox. And Lucifer's like, yeah, good, good, good luck trying to talk to that jackass. <laughs> so it was like, you know, very like, you know, fuck you. Um, very cool. I cannot wait for season six. I know there's a little bit of uh, discrepancy with uh, with uh, Tom Ellis. Like he wants 
he wants more money. Sure. So I'm like, oh, come on, stop being an asshole. I just... And I get it. He's the star. It's called Lucifer. Yeah. But it's like... titular character. Agreed. But at the same time, it's like, come on. The fans want this finished. Um, I know. People don't give a shit. Blah, blah, blah. Fans don't pay the man. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's all I've been up to except for my little Final Fantasy. That's about it. Tommy, we were talking about this off air. Um, We are going to... With the the great success we had with Make Mine Marvel. um, Great. Talking about um, Rude Boys be streaming on our uh, YouTube page. We have YouTube. We do. That's uh, that's located at the link as follows: bit.ly forward slash Much better without that on Talk right over the fucking URL, my man. What the Sorry. fuck? I'm trying to network with the nation, and you're just fucking riding me. I'm just letting you know it's better without the on I kind of figured yes. Um, yeah, I point the rest of them in mind. bit.ly forward slash Rude Boys YouTube, all lowercase. That is our YouTube page. We have up there uh, Rude Boys Be Streaming for mm-hmm. Spider-Man Miles Morales, which Tom played uh, an hour of, or so into that. Yes. And a uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 drink-off, uh, which is also on, I think it's my Instagram, which is Thanks. Ted Charms, so, T-E-H underscore, no, yeah, T-E-H underscore S-H-E-R-M-S. I got into, like, the outro vibe, and I'm mm-hmm. like, stop. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we're going to try to get into Twi- Twitch streaming more. Uh, I know I've got some plans on playing some stuff, um, but... I, I am going to try to stream. I am going to try to start I gotta streaming try to, some Final Fantasy I got to try to hook up your stuff on there. I think I, you just have to log in, and you should well, be fine. I just do it through Discord as well. Oh, well. All right. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll try to get the Rude Boys brand on that, man. We'll, we'll have to figure that out. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. Hey, Tommy? We'll figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. So I was trying to figure it out, and I was on the Xbox One that I have, and I was checking out the Game Pass stuff, thinking, you know, like, what kind of stuff can I stream? Uh, we were thinking about, at the tail end of Make Mine Marvel, to do a uh, story playthrough of Ultimate... I'm sorry, Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Infinite, Infinite, which we did. Which a we l- did. We played like God, it's fucking minutes garbage. Of it. it is not great. Oh, we're gonna do it. I want to suffer through this. Uh, all right, maybe next big Marvel thing. Or we could just be like, yeah, we're fucking streaming. Yeah, and it'll be like it's, Ru- it's experience. It will be yeah. like Rude Boys go to the movies, but trashing a game. It could be that. Yeah, because um, that's never been done on the internet. No. So what I played on the Xbox One Game Pass is this game called The Tourist. Uh, okay. With a Y, actually. T-O-Y-R-T-O-U-R-Y-S-T. Yes, Tourist. Uh, and there's a reason for that, but, you know, that's plot related. I don't want to get into that. It is um, this kind of pretty simplistic, very cute art style, um, little kind of adventure game. Uh, you play as a, as a tourist, we'll say, because it's kind of the titular role. Um, and you go from island to island trying to solve mysteries or try to solve people's problems and, you know, collect items and stuff like that and do little side quests. Like, I played it, it was about, like, six hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the art style is, um, you know what a voxel is, Tom, or not? A w- what? A voxel. A, w- a velociraptor? I know what velociraptors are, man. Okay. Um, they are <clears throat> not the same. Uh, you know what a pixel is? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, what, that that's what makes uh, sprites. Okay, very good. Um, so a singular pixel, mm-hmm. not a square. A voxel is a three-dimensional one, so it's a cube, you know. Okay. But it looks so kind of like very... what you're trying to make in kicks when you're a little pixel, and you're making a box. 
kicks you talking about the little i'm thinking cubert where you're the little kicks. diamond you're like this little diamond and you make lines and then you got to go like you know you make a box here and on this corner then you can make a box on top of that box you never played kicks, I've never played oh, kicks man, we got we, i don't know this sounds like we, we got to find kicks. Like some musings of a nightmare no if they ever fucking do goddamn game boy shit on um on the goddamn switch mm. oh okay i've never played it but they're voxels, so they're all QB based. So one more fucking thing I'm not going to, because you don't understand it. It's just little QB, QB boys, QB, QB guys, QB, QB ladies. Um, everything's a cube, and you know you're going around adventure stuff. It's cute. I played it on Game Pass. It was fine. There it is. Yep. Uh, it was put by uh, Shinin Shirin. Um, Shoroken. Those are the guys that did. You, you've played Fast RMX, right? On the Switch. You ever play Fast RMX? It was like a futuristic racing game. Looks like F-Zero, but Where not. there are zombie, uh, like, aliens attacking you, and you got someone on the back of your bike, and you're shooting at them? What the fuck are you talking about? I'll show Mortal Kombat Double Dash? No, I'll show Mortal you. Kombat Mortal Double Kombat Dash. Double Dash? Hell yeah! And Boon! Hit us up! And Boon! Rude Boys, 469 on Twitter, baby. We got you. We'll save you from the Warner Brothers sellout, or whatever it is. But that's all I've been up to, Tom. What have you been up to? Going back to Lucifer real okay. quick. No, so here we go. No, 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 because no, drinking this drink, there's there's one episode where he uh, Lucifer, he's so, something happened and he's just kind of like drowning himself in other stuff, so he's okay. to distract himself. Okay. His one of his brothers comes to see him and goes like this. He goes, "Hey, do you want a uh, a a, uh, a honey a, a honey infused whiskey sour?" He's like, I took a mixology. It's been it's been a great ride. Infused whiskey sour. Or not infused, but a honey whiskey sour. Yeah, either or. I mean, yeah, you could do the simple. You could have honey syrup instead of simple syrup. All right. I heard that. I was like, oh shit! I gotta tell Chris that. Use Jack Honey. That's really kind of more bourbony than whiskey. It's possible. Jack Honey is only good for one thing. Well, I mean, I will make it good for two things. Mm, Okay. All right. So I gotta do that. But I, I will be your test subject. I did also get um, the makings of a spicy Taijin to, uh, margarita. Because I know you like the spicy stuff. I and do. what were your thoughts on mezcal? I keep forgetting. That's I like the it. smoky tequila. I like okay. it. So we'll make it with that. Too. Okay. All right. Um, I think that does it for Rude Boys Ketchup. Right? Anything yeah. else? Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, we're out of ketchup. We're out of mustard. You know we're what? At, the barbecue's our wrap up. You know what? Where we could get ketchup. And it came in different colors. At the supermarket. Specifically, though. From Heinz. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Heinz popped that out. It was. Yep. In the 90s. Whoa! Tubular! <laughs> Time warp. The 1990s was a very pivotal year for your boy. <laughs> I was born in 85. Tom was born in 80, if you didn't hear that already. And we... I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> Again. For the ninth time. Because you yelled at me. I did. A lot. You. Well, that's... You, sh- you really should... I don't know why you're always so surprised when I yell at you. Because you're my friend. And, I don't and sometimes you need to get yelled at, Tom, because I just want the best for you. Okay? So anyway, 1990s. Oh, my God. Again? Did you recall from that drink? Ecto Cooler? 90s drink. That shit should have been recalled. <laughs> um, we're kind of going to go through this a little shotgun style. We're going to be just talking about kind of how we break down Blitzkrieg news. 
So video games, comics, television, movies, yeah. wrestling, some music thrown in there because that was a big 90s thing. Mm-hmm. And then like some 90s culture. And then, Nation, we're going to get to your Rude Boys. Rude Nation rocks the vote results. Your Rude Boys vote. rock the vote. <laughs> well, we, we were there, but we'll get to that. Uh, video game stuff, Tommy. Yes. Um, obviously, there's a big elephant in the room. Before we get to that, though, the NES was still prevalent at that time. Mm-hmm. Brought us back from the video game crash of the 80s after the Atari and all that bullshit right there. I didn't um, mind the Atari. I had one. My dad, uh, so my dad owned it. But. Um, so the NES did have uh, some steam left in it because, uh, you know, as the, uh, the the time was going and the Nintendo and its chief competitor, Sega, were moving into the 16-bit generation, the NES still had some, had some steam. Uh, some 1990s games we'll talk about. Uh, River City Ransom. I know you're a fan of that, Tom. Some Kunio Kikun. River City Ransom? No, you're not a fan of that? Really? Huh. I, <laughs> I just assumed you would be because it's kind of a beat-em-up style. It's from the 80s. Well, from I the 90s. It. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I've never, Moving on. I never played it. You've definitely played Super Mario Brothers 3, though. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was uh, obviously in 1990 that came out. Final Fantasy, a little game called that, Tom, which I don't know if you've played any of its iterations. No, I never Right, have. yeah. I think, it, think it's a basketball simulator or something. I don't remember. Oh, uh, no, it's a flight. A flight simulator. Oh, it's a flight simulator. Okay, cool. Actually, basketball it, flight. It, it could be a flight simulator. <laughs> Fucking airships. Um, but, yeah, Final Fantasy, Castlevania 3. That came out in the 1990s. Like, not the dog. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. Mm-hmm. The one that, obviously, the, the, uh, the Netflix television show yes. is based off of. Yep. Uh, loosely or whatever you want to say it. Star Tropics was a game I love. Had an anniversary last year. Played through it for the first time. And <laughs> hey, and Mega Man's three through six. So you know you get your rush, you get your sliding, your charge shot or whatever. Roll. Roll. Yep. Um, and there's never I never played a Mega Man game. Played Mega Man X. I played more Battle Network games than I've played. You never um, played Mega Man yet? Never. Never got through it. Wow. Yeah. You not should. even seven, not even eight, not even games that came out when I was like playing video games. You should probably. I'm pretty sure they came out with a collection like Mega Man one through six. Yeah, I'm not interested. You should. Okay. Well, I'm not interested. Get interested. I'm not. I'm more of a Mega Man X guy, and even then, I only played X and X two. All right, but you also need to know where your roots are. I know where they are. I don't have to go fucking dig up every goddamn tree root I see. I know where they are. This guy's yelling a lot. I am yelling. I apologize. Um, but let's get into the console wars. The console sure. wars was the biggest thing, I think, kind of out of the early 90s at mm-hmm. least. Um, it was the whole – if you guys haven't read uh, Blake J. Harris's book, Console Wars, and I know I've recommended that to you, and I never recommend a book. I know. Um, that is a good book. It's a fictionalized tale of the 1990 console war between Nintendo and Sega, mostly from the Sega side. Because you, should do, you should do a whole episode reading it. Maybe you know. Maybe we'll do a chapter by chapter. Actually, it's on the um, the Paramount uh, app or whatever the fuck. It was CBS All Access, but it's there. Um, but it's more of a Sega tale because those right. people were a little more willing to talk, mm-hmm. and you know, Nintendo is very tight-lipped with their their stuff. Um, their shady shit. That was such a great time to grow up. You know what I mean? Like console wars now, um, in this new age of the internet and social media and shit like that, it seems just more like. Bah, you don't have an Xbox. Bah, you don't have a PlayStation. Like, you know, rip on each other, rip on each other. Right. I mean, granted, this was like this too, especially even the console manufacturers were doing that. So I guess nothing really changed except the more recent console wars just seem so petty 
because like who cares whereas this is like because video games were, were booming at this yeah. time it was like one or the other pick a side sonic or mario you know what sonic. i mean i'm gonna throw the drink in your face i like my chili dogs okay no oh, I, 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 I i honestly like i had i, I had a nintendo I had a Genesis. Shit, I had a Sega CD. Okay. Where you had to build a contraption. Yep. Um, Tower of Power. Dreamcast, Super Nintendo. I have. I had a. I, okay. Turbo Graphics. Um, okay. Oh, you were you were a millionaire growing up. You're a rich kid. So the console wars were not for you then. My brother acquired these, and I never asked how. Oh, off a truck. I so bet. I'm sure. Gotcha. Uh, well, no. The way we got at my my first Nintendo, like the first Nintendo, was uh, my brother was walking to school. And he found $100 day after St. Patrick's Day. Okay, nice. Someone and, dropped their bar money. Yep. And we, you know, next day we go to Toys R Us and we get Nintendo. Honestly, you're doing the economy some good. Yeah. Because the 90s definitely needed it. Exactly. Especially the early 90s. Um, Post-fucking Reagan. Jesus. Sorry. Trickle down these nuts. Wow. Get that bastard. Wow, wow, wow. Wait. Uh, I... I don't know, Sonic, I don't know, I really, I... He spoke to you. In a dream. No, I just... Flying in through the window. Honestly, I think it was the colors. <laughs> I could see that. I yeah. think it was the, uh, a lot of like the colors. Like you're saying specifically the, the Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog, one like, one, okay. two, uh, Fox. Buckle my shoe. Sonic Pinball. I was huge Spin about ball. Come Spinball, on. sorry. Let's, let's get real. Uh, you never saw that fat fuck plumber get in there. Um, well, actually, there is a Mario Pinball Land on the Game Boy Advance, which did not come out in the 90s, so we're not going to talk about that. So, all right, fair. Fair. But, yeah, no, that was huge because Sonic is the first video game character to have a fucking Thanksgiving Day uh, uh, Macy's balloon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, now, obviously, you got Pikachu and, I don't know, Steve from Minecraft or some shit. I don't know, but, like... Spider-Man's there. Sp- well, yeah, Spider-Man's not a yeah. video game character, but... Um, I'm just saying. Okay, cool. You have Snoopy. I don't know. You were talking about. Yeah, I'm sure you got Barney the dinosaur. You were talking about the Macy Day. You have ADHD, and I got I got interested. <laughs> I like balloons. Anyway, the console wars, the, the whole ad campaigns between Nintendo's Play It Loud in the you know later half Super Nintendo stuff with the FX chip and stuff like that, right? And the blast processing of the Sega Genesis, and they do what Nintendo don't. Like a lot of that stuff is still like, like damn, they kind of went, went for the kill, a lot of the times. And then this only got even harder when Sony came into the picture. So another big part of the '90s is the introduction of 3D graphics. Yeah, as soon as Sony entered the picture, I was like, Nintendo who? Say right. what? Sure, sure. <laughs> and a lot of guys were like that too. A lot of people yeah. were like that too because because I was over it. Yeah, I was o- I was over the bullshit, and I was just like. I needed I'm, someone new. Needed I'm ready new... for something new. Sure. And ever since then, I've been a Sony guy. Okay. Slash Nintendo. That's, slash PC. But see, yeah, that that's that's where you go. And obviously, all these you know PCs kind of just like the big brother out of all the stuff. Like the yeah. brother who went off to college and is just like I don't know what these these kids are doing right now, but they're fighting each other. It's like 3D graphics. I've been doing that for for years right now. But the 3D graphics war, the sixth generation, they call it. I think it's the PlayStation versus the Sega Saturn. Right. Which really didn't stand a chance. And the N64, which, you know, tried but got delayed and the cartridges and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. We did an entire N64 episode, episode 64, if you could believe it. 
and we talk about that. But, you know, the PlayStation was the winner out of that console war, 100%. God damn, PlayStation was so good yeah, with, the, with they, those games, man. Sure. Fucking Wipeout. Um, am I allowed to talk about Jumping games? Flash. Am I going to get yelled at if I start talking about games on if PlayStation? You talk, if you mention a single goddamn game that came out after December 31st, 1999, yes, I'll yell at you. Parappa the Rapper. I feel like that's still the 90s. Okay, continue. Okay, so. All right, yeah. Because I think the PS2 came out. 2001 yeah. so yeah you're twisted pretty, metal yeah. twisted yeah, metal is fucking fan, fun yes. yeah i that that game needs to be fucking remade stop being coward sony well i did it for the ps3 did you play that i did oh, but okay. i want I, I want more well no here's the thing tom nobody hey. played it for the ps3 so they're like fuck this franchise it's over you voted with your dollars tom that's all i gotta say I you did your best i know that's it i know my best wasn't good enough right and um, a late contender, obviously, in this console war, the Dreamcast. Yep, yep. Had one September of them. September 9th, 1999. Yep. So it still counts. Sega's last uh, home console, home console of any matter. And then they went third party uh, a year and a half later or something like that, which was huge because you finally saw something. Let me rephrase that. I finally saw somebody lose the war and have to go multi-platform because, like, again, like, yeah, Atari... You know, they dissolved, their IPs went everywhere. Like, who the fuck owns Centipede? You know what I'm saying? But, Mattel with the Intellivision. Like, who owns this stuff? I mean, I'm sure someone does now. Did Sega really lose the console wars? Yes. If, okay, go ahead. If they went multi-platform and were and was still making money, not being pigeonholed to just their own system? Right, because the first word... To me, con- I think they right, won. Okay, but the first word in console wars uh-huh. means that you need a console... To okay, have I a war. I understand that. The Genesis lost the console war, the 16-bit console war, against the Super Nintendo. Okay. And the Dreamcast died. Okay, a but... A horrible death. Oh, and also the Saturn died. Right. A horrible death. But you okay. said Sega mm-hmm. lost the console right. wars. Right, they owned those consoles. But... Okay. You have to understand... This isn't the third-party multi-platform war. Which, you, yes, they won. You have... you can't play Sony games on Nintendo consoles. You have to understand what I'm saying here. You have to... Okay. Is I have to understand how you think, <laughs> which is an impossible task. Because <laughs> I'm you a man, man. Fuck you. I also have some 3D Doritos that I saw at the store because <laughs> nostalgia, baby, is back. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. No, you gotta, you gotta fill your mouth with this because I can't hear you anymore. You wanna? I can't. I don't know if I can give you these. We had some of these. We had the nacho cheese uh, 3D Doritos. Um, they were they were like bugles almost. So are these. These are crunch spicy ranch, so. Which you can have? Alright, cool. Yeah. Uh, the puppy's first 3D Dorito. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a good crunch there, dog. I do you have any more any more points to make? Let's not forget the greatest game that came out on the PlayStation. Okay. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh yeah, sure. So. Okay. So upset you don't let you, you're not letting me finish my thought. Your thought was m- maddening. It was like that scene in Billy Madison. Like, y'all got stupid listening to you. But you do bring up a good point. The, the PlayStation, you know, with its revolutionary 3D graphics, brought us games. Yes, like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but incredible 3D games. Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear Solid, D. D. <laughs> Jumping class. D's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was, all right, I'll give you that. We're, so this we're, whole back, we're back on good standing. This episode is just going to be us munching. 
munching on, yep, munching on a whole lot of stuff. No more. No more. You get one. The little engine that could, though, Game Boy, throughout mm -hmm. the entire 90s, fucking still rocking and rolling. Fuck the Game Gear, the fucking, um, Game Gear was such a piece of shit. Game Gear fucking sucked. The Nomad, fuck the Nomad. Fuck, um, I pretty much think that was the only 90s stuff that was going against it. Like, Wonder Swan, Neo Geo Pocket, like, none of those things really held a candle. Fucking, the Game Gear was just, like, the only good thing about Game Gear was you could put it in a sock and beat someone with it. Because that thing was so fucking heavy. And in 90s, there were some big fucking tube socks. Let me there tell were. you. There were. We were rich with fabric. We just made a bunch of fucking socks. Um, another thing, arcades in the 90s were insane. Fighting oh games, specific beat 'em ups, yes. Fighting games, Street Fighter Two, Mortal put, Kombat, put that quarter up. shit. Yeah, who's got next? And then real quick, Mortal Kombat ruining everything with its violent graphics. Had to bring in um, that uh, fucking Mephistopheles looking motherfucker, Joseph Lieberman, to be mm. like, I don't want these kids playing these. Uh, no fun allowed. Games. Yeah. And Al Gore's wife, I think. Or that might have been the um, parental advisory label. I don't remember. It was. Okay. Which way? Hey, we'll talk about. Uh, but they ruined everything. Plus Doom, very violent. Uh, First-person shooters. Big on Miss. that. Miss is not. Okay. Miss is a first-person game. We're going to end it there. Uh, Night Trap. Because of CD graphics. Those fucking CD technology. Games. FMVs, baby. That's it. That was just survival horror, stealth. All these games kind of came into prevalence because of CDs. Uh, music, all this new stuff, and video game technology. It was in arcades, like some really good, some really fucking good um, shooters. Mm. The Aerosmith game. The Aerosmith Revolution X, yep, I was just thinking that um, Terminator. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, yep, mm -hmm. I remember that. Light gun games, yeah. I got you. I'm assuming um, Time Crisis probably was up in that mix also. Well, maybe one of the first House of the Dead. Tekken? Fight the yep, 3D fighting games. Mm -hmm. That got in prevalence also. Virtual um, Fighter. Tekken, Virtual Fighter, uh, Bushido Blade. Um, Samurai Shodan. Oh, wait, that Samurai was Shodan. Correct. Yes. With both. Yes. I corrected. Um, yep. You're good. No. Uh, but yeah, video games. No. 90s, man. Can't be beat. Um, again, and the, the this decade formed uh, with your boys. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, kids playing Fortnite now and Minecraft and Roblox or whatever, like... I guess maybe it's the same excitement level that I had playing these games, but I don't I don't know. Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, you're right. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like we can say that, like, oh, these things from the 90s, like, there's none better. And it's like you could say that. Um, I think because video gaming is more of my medium that, like, a lot of the graphics and a lot of the newer games out or that have come out since – Still, whole you know they 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 rock you know what mm -hmm. I mean like there's no there's no stopping so let's move on from video games let's well, go on okay you, I'm sorry anything else Tommy nope it flew all right good <laughs> moving on Tommy to your medium comic books comics in the 90s mm -hmm. um big stuff going on uh, Marvel was trying to outsource a lot of its shit you want me to pause this no okay Marvel was trying to outsource a lot of its shit. Stan Lee was trying to, you know, get his stuff on movies and cartoons, yep. which we will mention. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but Marvel had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, it was big. In 1996. Have you ever been to Marvel Comics? 
in in the city. Where's the city now? No, I went there once, maybe twice. Are they still in the city? I think so. I mean, DC is the one that moved to California. Pandemic-wise, yeah, you're right. Um, but pandemic-wise, I don't know what the hell is going on. Right. But like, yeah, like they, they there was a tour, and I, I remember going there because um, I got in I got in comics like that's awesome. Late nineties. Yeah, no, I never went. No, um, there's not much, but it's like, wow, oh, okay, that's cool. Like this one. Yeah, I mean, the you know, of ideas. Out of like, you know, their bankruptcy, we got, you know, we got movies. Um, we got the Fantastic Four movie that never saw the light of day. Right. Uh, which, you, if you did see Rude Boys go to the movies, uh, one of those episodes might have been four, actually. Well, they can't see; they can listen. Well, they yes, you're right. You can watch it on YouTube, and you can listen to our voices uh, talk about that mm-hmm. movie. Blade. Blade was 1999. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Or 98. Right, because I know X Men was 2000. Mm-hmm. That's so that was one of the big ones. Um. Obviously, we're not talking about movies now, but, like, DC seems to have held the movie thing down for comic book movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about movies uh, shortly. But comics. Comics, you had... Um, Some big arcs. Yeah. Uh, Clone DC. Clone Saga. Clone Saga. Um, my favorite Executioner song mm-hmm. was in this. Uh, I follow very closely by uh, Fatal Attractions. Right. That was a big one, too. But... Uh, you can hear that on uh, Trading the Backs, one of those previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And the episode that never saw the light of day, me, John mm. Tom on comics. Yep. We'll revisit it. DC also uh, had some wacky shit going on. Right. They killed uh, Superman. One of the – was it one of the highest selling comics? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, had the black bag – in the black bag with the bloody ass. Yep. Yep. Um, Oof, these are spicy. Damn. Okay, good. For me, they're spicy. I know. You're a girl. Uh, Listen, don't be sexist. Don't be misogynistic. <laughs> they also broke the bat. So, like, they yes. have two icons, like, you know, really, like, sure. fucked them. Like, you know, out of the death of Superman, you got uh, the full, uh, the, you know, and then you got the reign of Superman. Right. Um. Oops, so, right. whoa! So then... <clears throat> You know, this is where you saw uh, Cyber uh, Cyber Superman. You also saw uh, Superboy came out of this as well. Right. Um, the Eradicator. Yep, Eradicator with the, with the uh, yellow sunglasses. Yep. Uh, and, uh, but, yep, like you see what your grandparents wear, the yellow sunglasses. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then in, you know, when, they, when DC broke the bat... Uh, Nightwing took over for a little right. while, and he was just like, "Nah, I don't, I'm not feeling this." Sure. He he went Jon Snow before Jon Snow went Jon Snow. Boom. I don't Sorry, want it. Jon Snow. Um, and then you had uh Azrael, who that worked out well. Yeah. Religious zealoty kind of guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. yeah. Great guy. Great, Great guy. guy. Um, I mean, over on Marvel's side though, because like they they seem to do that with like the bigger, um, what you call it, the bigger tent poles of their business mm-hmm. they just do some weird fucking shit with them like and it works sometimes with x-men mm-hmm. with age of apocalypse mm-hmm. and maybe not so much with the clone saga i mean don't get me wrong people were eating up the clone saga books but to the yeah, point that they're just like well no they liked it then but because like everyone they liked it so much they kept it going yeah that was the biggest problem with they didn't know when to stop 
Exactly. They were just like, let's make more clones. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's let's make Peter Parker the clone. Fuck it. You know? And then they were and like, And Ben wow, Riley is the real this. person, yeah. People were like, wow, I hate this. Then DC and Marvel did this wacky ass thing where they they fought <clears throat> and they're two like grand poobah beings. Kind of like we're like, alright, we're just we're gonna you know, we're gonna, we're gonna take your two universes and smash right. them together. Oh, before you get to that, the whole DC vs. Marvel thing. Uh-huh. It was fan voted. At least some of the battles were. And they actually put that out. Like, I mean, Marvel and DC have done crossovers, you know, with JLA mm-hmm. and the Avengers or Captain America and Batman or something. I don't know. I'm just making I'm probably X-Men Team Titans. Right. This was the first time they were like, okay, here's our heroes and here are our heroes and they're gonna fight them out and the fans are gonna decide. And, Tommy, you were saying, the result of that was, I know, you're eating, I'm sorry, way to go. I can never say the word, you're a dick. The amalgam universe. Yes. So, like, you had Storm and Wonder Woman. Right. As one person. Batman and Wolverine. Which, it was weird because it was like, Batman and Wolverine didn't fight during it. No! Correct. It was Batman. Uh, I was Wolverine and Lobo, and I'm right. like, all right, why not just do right. that? Their rivals. But at that point, it was just like those were two of the biggest. Sure, yeah. Um, and that was probably, I think, one of the most successful ones. And the same thing with Captain America didn't fight Superman. Yeah. So. Um, he had Mag, um, Doctor Magneto and his Magnetic Men. Yeah. Which was pretty interesting. Uh, very, very odd. And then, um, like Jubilee and. Tim Drake became right. one person. Tim Drake got to go into Jubilee. Oh, boy. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe. What? I can't believe that's what we got. Uh-huh. That's what you get with me. Then we also – in the 90s with comics, we also saw the birth of creator-owned comics. Yes. Uh, image comics, essentially. Right. A, so, lot of the, a lot of the artists from the big two companies yep. were like, like, what the fuck? More from Marvel because all three okay, came fi- from Marvel. Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't familiar. That's why I just said – yeah, I said the big two. But like, yeah, Jim Lee, um, Rob Liefeld, Tom McFarlane, Tom McFarlane. Um, yeah, they were just sick and tired of Marvel doing stuff. One of the biggest name, which is still kicking around, and I believe had a movie out that came out this decade, Spawn. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the rumors is that Tom McFarlane, his original draft of uh, like Spawn number one, is actually written on like Marvel letterhead or something like that, or, or some shit like that. But. You know, obviously, a lot of these guys had steam from their runs in X Men, their runs in Spider Man, mm-hmm. and uh, X Force, I guess, or whatever. Um, it's pockets, pockets everywhere, yeah. pockets and belts, and no mm-hmm. feet, and um, and huge chest. Yeah, men, on men, on men. Right. Have you ever seen a human being? Yeah. Maybe he's got some weird eye dysmorphia, and he just sees people like that. That video of him, of Stanley ripping him <laughs> apart is one of my favorite things yes, that is ever. Good. It was him and Todd McFarlane, right? Uh, yes, but just like – like Todd McFarlane was like kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, no, no, no. Like, kind, no he like, was just like, yeah, let's put more fucking belts on this guy. But with, well, that was Rob Layfield probably. Oh, okay, my bad. Todd McFarlane I think was more like – you saw it behind his eyes like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Right. You know, the, this man knows what he's talking about. Todd sure. and uh, Rob Lee feels like, nope, I need, I need more shit sure. on 
on these and characters. And Stanley's just like, how's he gonna go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, what's the fucking point of what's this? What's 20 minutes pants? of undoing your pants? Right, exactly. Um, Good stuff. But yes, Image Comics, mm-hmm. uh, a, um, I mean, Image, Image Comics is, is bought out, right, at this point? Um, I don't think they're I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no. We they're, have to research on it. They're that, releasing um, something called Spawn Universe number one. Okay. So, yeah, no. So, someone owns Spawn. And Todd McFarlane still owns Spawn. Oh, well, yes. Spawn. Todd McFarlane still owns Spawn. Chloe, please go away. Thank you. Well, you're wiping Dorito dust on your pants. Yeah, I guess it's my fault. It is. So, so that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never mind. So, you know, we talked about Jim Lee. Mm-hmm. But Jim Lee and Chris Claremont pretty much revitalized X Men. Right. And this is really where I started reading X Men. Okay. Was That's where a lot of X Men number one. Red X Men. Right. Uh, with the four covers, high one of the highest selling comics of all time. Um, so good. Like, yeah. I fell in love with that art like yeah. instantly. Oh yeah. I think I have all four of those editions. Uh, Chris Claremont, good writer, little wordy, but still I think he's. I mean, he was the guy that, in, even in the 80s, like, you know, with Giant Size X-Men, like, yeah. he kind of, like, was like, all right, nobody, this book is canceled, so let's do something. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely deserves to be in the list of legends. Um, and DC also did No Man's Land, which was... Right. Big Batman. Which too. ran through all, throughout the whole year of 1999. And this was, uh, for, like, this giant earthquake hits Gotham City. So, like, all the hoity-toities... They leave, and gosh, the criminals are fucking running. Nice. Um, this, <laughs> oh, this was the introduction of Cassandra Kane essentially as Batgirl. Okay. So that was pretty good. Uh, and that's all we got. Go get them, Chloe. That's all we got for comics. And that's it for comics. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about uh some '90s '90s television shows, Tommy. Ooh. Um, so we have here up, and hopefully this internet will, will hang tight with us, uh, the 50 best TV shows from the 1990s. We're not going to hit all of them. This is just there to just kind of re- remind us what exactly existed because um, you boys are getting up there in age, and uh, we don't remember a whole lot. Um, so we're just going to go uh, up the list, I guess we'll say, mm-hmm. um, starting with one. Friends, never saw it. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin Peaks, watched it. It was fine. Seinfeld. Yeah. Seinfeld, I think, is a classic. Tom is not a fan. All right. It's not good. Oh, it's not good, he says. Oh, and the website did a weird thing. Why don't you use the... My Dab- So-Called Life. I watched Fresh that. Prince of Bel-Air. You watched The Reunion, which didn't come place in the 90s, but... Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Nice. The X-Files. Why don't you use the demo keys? I'm doing... Don't tell me how to fucking live my life. Things might work better. X-Files. The Wonder Years. Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell is great. Zach Morris is trash. Boy Meets World. Got a little long in the tooth. Yeah, a little bit. The Simpsons. Simpsons, Simpsons, obviously an 80s show, but, you know, the 90s, you know, gobbled it up. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. In Living Color. Yep. Very underrated. Full House. Murphy Brown. Never saw it. I show for old people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional. Mr. Show with Bob and David. Ugh. People still talk about this. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries, this fucking music with Robert Stack. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. You want to know what nightmares? You want to know what nightmares are like? Mm-hmm. Kids in the Hall. Yep. Good stuff. Revival coming out soon. Adventures of Pete and Pete. We're talking about Nickelodeon, man. This is this is this is a quirky show. Really? Yeah. Remember this? 
fucking look at the look at the television right now. You got the fucking Noid. The Noid is back. Yep. Oh my god. We're living in the 90s right now. Uh, Married with Children. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's a, that's a show for Tom. There's a dog sitting on its ass. Wow, really? Okay, that must be from the reunion because that's Yeah, Bud is fucking old. Well, that's not Buck. Oh, Buck, I'm sorry. Well, no, Buck who's the dog. Oh, uh, who's the kid? Sonny? That's Bud. Bud. That's what I said, but Bud. But the dog's name is Buck. But I guess the old dog that was Buck must have passed away, so they got this dog to be Buck and brought it to a different body. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It was a whole story. It was a whole fucking story. Oh, my God. I just learned a lot about the dog from Buried with Children. Quantum Leap, never watched it. Married with Children was one of those shows where it was like, as soon as like you know Christina App- Applegate came on, I was like, oh, Whee! Yeah, no, so I think that encapsulates the '90s pretty well yeah. because it was a lot of you know the, all the, the very saccharine, nice stuff from the '60s and '70s. Like I'm, I'm gonna say even earlier, like The Grand Dyke and Lucy and stuff like that, the Brady Bunch. Um, this was a show that's like started getting this Roseanne, which I'm sure is gonna be on this list. You know, you see. You see more of a real America at this time. You see more of like, you know, maybe both parents are working. Maybe, you know, they're struggling to make shit work because guess what? Reagan fucked us. Sorry. Uh, Daria, uh, MTV animated show. Never Dude wants to get political like a clown. Well, you know, Tom, it's the world we live in. Daria, ever watch it? No. Okay. Uh, big MTV time also. Um, I know our buddy was watching some sort of uh, documentary about MTV. And um, he's not here to talk about it, so fuck him. Oz, HBO, another big thing that was uh, came into a lot of prevalence in the 90s. With that, and I'm, I'm guessing like Sex and the City, which is in the 90s. Um, I don't know. Sopranos? No, that was late. That's been the 2000s. Uh, Frasier. Doug Frasier. I like Frasier. I like Frasier because I also like Cheers. So Okay. Cheers spin off. There you go. I guess, you know, that's for old people as well. It is, yeah. It's a little too smart for me. Yeah. Magic School Bus. That was a nice show. Yeah, fucking... Let's go fly in someone's butt. Yeah. Animaniacs. So, in it, so you had a com- competitor uh, for Disney and, you know, your eyes watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. You had Warner Brothers putting out stuff, WB. Uh, you had Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, shit like that. But yeah, Animaniacs, Hulu Revival. Good stuff, good stuff. Third Rock from the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, ER. Yep. Medical dramas, uh, Law and Order, legal dramas, still going. Yeah, uh, Beavers and Butthead. So again, MTV cartoons. We're just talking about. Not, not a fan, but I, I think was was huge to the '90s. Slacker stuff, big, you know, like raunchy adult type. Humor. I don't know. The like, only that's thing a cartoon. The only, Whoa, the only the only thing I liked about Beavers and Butthead is when they were doing like the music videos and they were sitting on the couch. That was about. Oh, it. Yeah, I think that was like the intro that you know they they, they did those little yeah. shorts and then, and then I would turn it off. Show over it. Okay, dinosaurs. Not the mama on uh, Disney Plus. Rugrats. So Nickelodeon with their um you know and the Nickelodeon Paramount Plus they revived this. Yes, very good. But in the and '90s they look like fucking nightmares. Yeah, but in the '90s though they wanted to make their own their own in-house Universal. cartoons. Oh. So you got Doug, you got Rugrats, you got Ren and Stimpy. Later down the line, you got Reckless Modern Life, Our Monsters. That was Cartoon Network. It is. Don't even fucking step. Don't even step to this. Doug, there you go. Just mentioned it. Martin. Martin. Martin Lawrence. There you yep. go. Again, another thing. You black 
main character. Again, with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is one thing, but Bel-Air, like, wow. I, I'm, sorry. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. But this was, you know, comedy, it was raunchy, it was for sure. adults, whereas Fresh Prince was a little more for family. Sure. Wings is a little person show. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Tom? I watched it. Okay. <laughs> Home improvement? Well, Steven Weber. Tim, the tool man. The Taylor. Reason, you know, Steven Weber, he fucking, uh, he read the audiobook of uh, It. Tim Daly did the voice of Superman on the on uh, the Superman animated series. Who the fuck are you talking about? On Wings. Oh, okay. I never watched it. Everybody loves Raymond. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like that show is still going on. I fucking hate... Okay, so that was a time that CBS just had these character, like these main characters that they were focusing on that you just are, you sit there and you fucking hate. Right. Like, you know, Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. Um, again, this might be a little past the 90s, but like Kevin James from King of Queens. Sure. Fucking hate his character. Wishes the heart would have exploded in like mid season. Right. That would have been exciting. Yeah. You should have done that for sweep. Um, yeah, I got you. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, there was your favorite show. Have met your mother. Is is it like CBS for a while went onto this like, hey, you want to hate your main character? Here, here are these three shows. Which is really weird because I feel like you would want a relatable main character. Yeah, but oh. none of those three are relatable. Right. Spin City was good. Spin City was good. Never saw it. I guess it was like the revival for Michael J. Fox. Hosts, yeah. You know. I guess that's an old person. Allie McBeal. She's married to Harrison Ford. Yes, she is. Uh, that does not define her. Her weird skinniness defines her. And the dancing baby. Oh, God. The fucking dancing Ooga baby. Jaga, Ooga Jaga. <laughs> the pinnacle of 3D technology in the 1990s. Felicity. Her hair Harry defines Russell. her. That is true. That was a big thing, Nation. If you were too young to remember, that when Felicity, the main character, Carrie Russell, got a haircut, that was front page news. The world was a much nicer place pre 9 11. It but really I just was. Need to, I need to that. Even the dogs! Even the dogs were, were, were less freaked out. Shh. Dawson's Creek. Mad about you. Mad about you was good. Had uh, definitely some good hey. episodes. Shh. We're talking about night. Chloe, Chloe doesn't remember this. This is too. Um, this is too young for her. Tom, I'm just gonna van. Ellen. Ellen sucked. Blossom. Ellen still sucks. Uh, Blossom. I dug. Right. Uh, the friend six. She's cool. Yeah. Cool. In what regards? She's just someone cool. I'd like to hang out with. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blossom was on Big Bang Theory. Melrose Place. Yeah, birth of Heather Lock. Actually, I think she. Oh, not the birth. That's a weird fucking <laughs> show. If that's the case, <laughs> how she became popular. Yeah. Beverly Hills 921. Yep. Both those things are kind of very similar, very teen heartthrobby uh, dramas. Mr. Bean, that's BBC. Get the fuck out of here. We're talking about American shows, bitch. I didn't. I I, I actually enjoyed Mr. Bean. Um. To a point, and then the movie uh, came out. Uh oh. Stargate. Never watched it. Never watched the movie. I think J. Michael Straczynski wrote Stargate or something. Battlestar Galactica, he did. Never mm. mind. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yep. And wrapping up the top 50 best television shows of the 1990s, The Nanny. Yeah! <laughs> Mr. Sheffield! Look at this, this weird fucking, this like, this 
coat looks like the Predator designed it. <laughs> Look at that with the fucking heat waves and shit. Gotta find her. Oh my god. Whom, whom. Ah, Mr. Predator. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so those are the top 50 TV shows <laughs> of the 1990s that TV Guide, who, to me, just in the name alone, kind of experts. We should have tried to find the top 90 oh, God, TV damn. shows. Well, for the 90s episode. I'll meet, you, I'll meet you more than halfway. We have okay. top greatest 100 movies of the 90s. Okay. Well, anything else with TV stuff? We, we kind of talked about, about it a little bit. Um, the cartoon boom of the 1990s. Mm. Yes, you had Nicktoons. You had Warner Brothers kind of throwing well, their fuck all that it. bullshit. Disney afternoon stuff. Comic book stuff. Batman you, animated series, that, Spider-Man, yeah. X-Men. X-Men. Those are the, the, three, the three kings yes. of that um, genre. You know, you did have, you know, in the beginning, you did have Iron Man, you did have Hulk. Yeah, but nobody cares about that. Uh, we did a whole Four. show about did we? Marvel. Yes, we did. did were you we? there? I was there. You were there. I wasn't there. Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, those shows all on Disney Plus. Great shows. I'm talking my mouth for I apologize. Fucking vile creature monster. Creature monster. Um. It's just a great time. Great time to be alive. It was. Especially it, as a kid. Because it was things for every, everybody. I will tell you this. In the 1990s, that was... So I was 5 to... 10. 14. Okay. Um, no. We'll just say that. 5 to 14. Okay. Right, because it would have been 5 to 15 in 2000, but whatever. 5 to 15, let's say. You okay? You're going to puke? No? All right. Um, at your, looking at your face. That's rude. But boy, no, exactly. Um, when I got into middle school in 1996, uh-huh. there felt like there was some sort of need for me to watch more of the more adult stuff, like move on like from oils. No, I'm talking about like Boston Public and and like Dawson's Creek and shit like that. Yeah, you're you know old. I mean? Yeah, it was '96, man. I was in middle school. You bro. could you, you could have found a happy balance. I'm sure I could have, but I didn't. But you didn't. But I didn't because I, I don't get me wrong. I never really followed those shows. Uh, Rashida Jones is on Boston Public, and that's that's more about that. Boston Public. Boston Public also had um oh that guy you like uh, Michael Rappaport. On I don't that show. like him. Don't you like him? Maybe I'm not thinking of the same guy. Can't, I'm drawing a blank on this show. Okay. Um, Chi McBride's in it. Um, Who? Chi McBride. Jimmy McBride? Chi. Chi McBride. Chi McBride. Fucking Google it, Tom. I will. Well, let's right. get the show on the road. All right, All right fine. Um, but Clown. anyway, like I feel like the 90s had something for everybody, and I, I think that's kind of weird to say that. What was Boston Public was like a school drama. Oh, okay. So you follow the faculty, you follow the students. So like, he- like head of the class. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I'm assuming the same thing? Yeah, okay, essentially. Cool. Awesome. It's kind of like Mr. Cotter. Mr. Cotter I'm aware of, thanks to Nick at Night. Nick at Night, I think, also shaped the generation. Yeah. For definitely. knowing things about the past. Absolutely, I agree. Seeing the roots. Right, Tom? You would say? The roots? Yeah. Not the music band. Roots? The thing you mentioned before, me not playing Mega Man games. You're like, you have to know your roots. Oh, those roots. Yeah. Those roots, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the movie roots. <laughs> not the... No. <laughs> Why is it your brain always go to the movie roots? The it's 90s your name. Brain. The 90s were great. Yes. Um, anything else you want to say? Um, even just anything like MTV, generally speaking, Cartoon Network, cable the television. The head. I think we're getting into a lot more uh, people's uh, households. Yeah. 
which is great. The head. Oh, my God. Ma- the Max. The Tick. Aeon Flux. Uh, liquid Television. Well, yeah, that was that 80s. That was that, no, Liquid Television was like the Yeah, but that was cartoon, old. That cartoon was Aeon of, Flux. Right, that okay. Was the Head. That right, was okay. The, the Max. Max. I said The Max. You, you just, did, yeah. No, I just now just I'm don't want to fucking listen to me. Doesn't feel too good, does it? Doesn't feel too good, Let's go on to the movies. Let's now. go on to the movies. So, in a similar vein, talk um, about movies. We have uh, if this Wi-Fi didn't shit on us. We have uh, from Rolling Stone the top 100 greatest movies of the 1990s. I will be the judge of this. Tom will be the judge of this. I love it already. 99. Clerks. Nope. 100. Oh, oh. Romeo and Juliet uh, starred. Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes, John Leguizamo. It was like a 90s gritty, dirty version of uh, Romeo and Juliet where they all – they, you know, they talked like Romeo and Juliet time, but they used guns instead of swords and whatnot. Wasn't this also – who did this? Who did this? Was this the – it doesn't say. Actually, I'm not reading it. Um, Who did this? The fucking um, Luke – Baton, no. Luke Baton, no. That he did the professional. No, he's the guy who did Moulin Rouge and the guy who did um, The Great Gatsby. Never saw. I saw Moulin Rouge. Okay. Worst time of my life. Luke. Uh, no, Baz. Lerman. Baz Lerman. Yes, that's Bazinga. 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 Nope, that's a two thousand show. Clerks, Tommy, go ahead. Well, I get fucking... your Kevin Smith. Jerkfest. Right? I, I feel there might be another Kevin Smith one on you. Clerks, fantastic, was my introduction to Kevin Smith. Um, especially if you've ever worked retail. Like, you could definitely, like, laugh at this shit. Sure. You can keep going. I'm just trying to get to the next one that we will probably be talking oh. about. Virgin Suicides, I heard, was a staple in the 90s. Okay. I uh, really never saw it. 1999, so yeah. it couldn't have been that much of a staple. Orlando never heard of it. Nope. Single, never heard of it. Yeah, this is gonna singles be Singles, I no singles. I heard. I heard of. Okay. Singles had um, Eddie Vedder was in it from Pearl Jam. He was also um, King of the Nineties, right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ethan Hawke, who's like the King of the Nineties movies, right? Uh, he's so yeah. still in a bunch of shit right now. Too. Yeah. Billy Madison, nineteen ninety-five, uh, the first starring movie of Hawking. Adam Sandler. I love this movie. This movie's great. This, was, this is a movie I think I wore out the VHS. Like, movie. I gotta say, this, Happy Gilmore and Wedding Singer are probably my three favorite Adam Sandler movies. I think people, a Click, um, no. Little Nicky. No. I, ne- I never saw a Click, never saw Little Nicky. <laughs> Little Nicky's very stupid. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, but this is like, you know, the first time they're like, oh, Adam Sandler, he's fresh from SNL. Right. Um, he didn't really do anything there, but... Let's uh let's let's give him a movie. I mean, obviously you stand up and shit like that. Right. Yeah. Uh he never did any stand up. He did some. Prior not, to SNL. Not as like not like Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah I was like just that. gonna yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, nothing like that. Uh but Billy Madison, yeah, this this movie is is very funny. Uh Usual Suspects, Tom, you ever see the Usual Suspects? Did not, but uh it was ruined for me. Sure. So yeah. it is still well done, don't get me wrong. Like if you go into it you know, blind or just not thinking it. I mean, there's a, probably going to be a movie on this list that I was spoiled for. That right. I did not see that twist coming. Uh, Lone Star, Dumb and Dumber. This is where my love affair with Jim Carrey ended. I, I thought it was just the dumbest. She, and I, know that's the point. Yeah. I fucking watched the shit out of this when I rented it. Okay. Yeah. So I was more of an Ace Ventura guy. Almost. And well, the mask. I was going to say, the mask also, was... 
Cameron Diaz. Diaz. <laughs> never been hotter. Um, never been hotter. Dance. Except that image dancing in her underwear. In the Charlie's Angels. I don't know if it was Charlie's Angels. It was, it was Charlie's Angels. Was yes, that the it movie was. with Selma Blair? Charlie's Angels. Uh, Selma Blair? No, there was no. a movie where her, Selma Blair, and no. Christina Applegate. No, she was dancing in her underwear, underwear in, in Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels. Okay. But there's a movie... From with the those 90s? three girls in it. Is it. Maybe not from the 90s. It must be but we're from talking the about 90s. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. It must be from the 90s. Um, I can't talk about it. But I think she, she's like. It's she's not the like, one. All right. It's not oh, the no, one you know what? she's I think like. That's teacher, like Christina App- no, that's Bad Teacher. Oh. I think that's like Christina Applegate. That was her big movie coming back. And like she was in a bra in a lot of it. And some of Blair's tongue piercing mm. got stuck on a dude's dick piercing completely by accident. No, by oral sex. Um, Felicio. But anyway, so this anyway we got uh, a Cameron Diaz rant. Yeah, man, Cameron Diaz. I'm sure the mask is on this list. I well, I mean, I hope so. That's why I wanted to mention it yeah. just in case if it's not. The long day closes. Never heard of. Never heard of it. If you come, casino, if you, if you've never heard of it, you don't have to mention it. Casino, I've heard of, have not gotten around to seeing it yet. Okay, cool. I know it's like, yo, if you like Goodfellas, you gotta watch Casino. Let's just talk about movies you've seen. Titanic, Titanic you never saw. I never mean, saw. And I know that is a fun fact. I know of Tom. You never saw Titanic. I don't you need, can't see it now. I can't. Don't need. Yeah, because it's ruined. Well, it was ruined when the movie came out. It's ruined when the boat sank. You know, it's like yo. I remember. I get so much flack for never seeing this movie, and I'm like, it's not your fault. The boat sinks. Yeah, like I know how it fucking goes. Like, anyway, let's move on. Um, well, the, my thing with Titanic was my sister loved this movie. Okay, like, we rented it um, nonstop, and it was one of those two VHS deals. Mm. Such a long movie, my yep, God. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, I, I watched a lot of it. I actually watched it. I never watched it on in theaters. Right. I watched it in on VHS. That was a big thing too. Like this movie, probably other movies we're going to talk about, animated more likely, were huge box office things. This also might I feel might have been like the the summer blockbuster decade. Okay. Where that really kind of started, you know what I mean? Because like yes, Star Wars was a thing, but like. You had the budget and the graphics and the technology to make some fucking nuts movies, and they will make a ton of money because now you know it's more of a global market and shit like that. So Titanic was definitely one of those movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, it's time it, you can't see it. Also, another Titanic story. I was in seventh grade when this came out. They, they, I was in middle school. By that time, we went from an eight to a nine period semester so like God, they didn't that know was what, the worst when they fucking did right that but bullshit. they didn't know what to do it so they're just like oh it's another english class on these days or it's another math class on these days so the english class was uh it was like a, just a public speaking class sort of okay they did one of the groups did a did like a news report thing and uh, a girl did a movie review for this and she got basically to when the iceberg hit okay and then she said i'm not gonna spoil this for you that's like, history spoiled it for me. I know what happened. Uh-huh. Does the ship make it? Is no. The ship Is the ship okay? Is the ship okay? Swingers? Ever saw Swingers? Uh, uh, heard of it. Okay, cool. Have not seen it. Moving on. Anything you want to talk about, Tom? Election, I know that was a big thing. Fear and Loathing is huge and... Uh, Minds. I don't know. You keep scrolling through shit real fucking fast. Well, yeah, because I got a hundred. see. I got a hundred to do it. Can you not? Can you not see it? Well, you know what? I'm a little slow at reading. God. 
Shawshank Redemption, very low on this list. 1970, I'm sorry, at number 78. It came out in 1984. Shawshank Redemption is one of my top. Came out in 1984. Came out. Fuck off. It's number 78. Came out in 1994. You said 1984. All right, I don't give a shit what I said. What I'm saying right now <laughs> is that Shawshank Redemption <laughs> is fucking 77, ranks too low. You're that yelly. movie is great. You're yelling. You saw Shawshank, right? A lot. Okay. Yeah, it's Shawshank like one of those movies that I, I'll stop and it yeah. doesn't matter what channel it's on. Shawshank is one of those movies – is actually the movie that my mom said was her favorite movie. So I was just like, okay, I'll watch it with you. And then I agreed. You know, like when parents are like, oh, this is my favorite movie. Like Ben-Hur with my dad or something like that. It's just like, uh, whatever. It's, it's not hidden. This movie is great. Right. Shawshank. Shawshank. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. We have to talk about this a little bit. Still too high on this list. Low. Low. That's again, what I, mean. like, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think they think Romeo and Juliet's the top. Yeah. Um, Terminator 2 is pretty low, so we, you know, we're going to have a lot of going to have a lot to go on. Terminator 2 is great. Terminator 2 is great. Um, more action heavy than the more horror-y original one. Uh, came out in 1991. Yep. Age of Innocence. No. Okay. This one about Mary. We're talking about Cameron Diaz. Man, I, I, I remember people coming out of the movie theater when I worked at just bitching about this movie. Really bitching? Why? Well, you know, all the crude humor. See, that was, again, we were talking about it. That's a big thing in the 90s. Yeah. The lewd, crude, rude boys attitude. That's what and made the rude boys rude, I think. Cameron Diaz again. I don't think I've ever seen this movie all the way through. Really? Because in 1998, I was, you know, still, what, 13 at the time? So I was just like, mm, yeah, you can't watch this movie by Yeah, you wouldn't enjoy this. I don't even think it was PG. I mean, it, had, it was R-rated, so yeah. You wouldn't enjoy this now? Now, probably not. Uh, nope. Uh, list. Never saw it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I watched part of it, and then when I see the girl in the red in the red coat in mm-hmm. the fucking wheelbarrow dead, I'm like, nope, I'm good on this one. And when Schindler's like, hey, it's snowing, they're like, no, it's not snow. I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, they did that bit in um, the Man in the High Tower also, which I'm sure is also real life. Um, at least in the uh, yeah. World War II. Nope. Never saw. Edward Scissorhands. Yep. Uh, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, whole thing. Is Helen Bonner Carter in this one? I, I don't think so. so but you had so. um, uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yep. yep. Um, yeah. If you wanna, if you if you think you like Tim Burton movies with Nightmare Before Elm, a Nightmare, uh, that's a way different movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Or Sweeney Todd or some shit like that, or that fucking weird Alice in Wonderland reboot. Watch Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. even Beetlejuice for that matter. Watch Edward Scissorhands because this is the most typical Tim Burton movie yeah. there is. Even Batman, Batman Returns. Watch this movie. Root Kings. I'm not saying that right now. Friday. Friday. Ice yep. Cube and mm-hmm. Chris Tucker. Yep. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Zeus. From, Zeus. Uh, WWE. Yes. F. WWF, yes. WWF. He should be fucking inducted. He won't be. I never saw Friday. I'll say that right now. We should. I'll 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 definitely watch yeah. it because that 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 probably is way into my stuff, especially with my more West Side leanings, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. Madonna Truth or Dare. I remember that was a big deal. Was it? Okay. Because it was like giving the inside look of Madonna. <gasps> it was like the biggest pop star yeah. at the time. Yeah. Or at least the early 90s. Wayne's World. Talk about that. Wayne's World 1992. Fucking love this movie. One of the first and I would still have to say at this time bigger movies to be spun out of SNL. Correct. Skits. Yep. 
Yeah, we might have Coneheads is up there too, but like that's that's pretty much. Yeah. Night of the Roxbury sucked. <laughs> I like Night of the Roxbury. I, oh, I love it too, I but really like it's not a good movie at yeah. all. Wayne's World is a classic. Yes. like it will hold up and it's great. Um, yes, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is in that. Um, ooh, ooh, the singer. Singer. Uh, Alice Cooper. Not Alice Cooper, my man. Come on. The lady singer. I don't know what her name is. Oh, Tia Carrera. Tia Carrera. Ooh. The 90s, man. The 90s. Jackie Brown, the first Quentin Tarantino movie on this. Yeah. (laughs) Audition. God, I've never seen it, but I just heard that movie so fucked up. Clueless, um, another very tentpole-y comedy, I would say, at that time. My introduction Um, to Donald Faison, who played uh, Dr. Turk. Nice. Yep. Um, but again, like a female-led, you know, ditzy blonde, la 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 la, like kind of thing. Stone, yeah. She's cute. Yeah. Sure. Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Not bad. Okay. I really hope Woody Harrelson channels that character for Carnage. I hope so. Um, Being John Malkovich. Never watched it. The only thing from this trailer. Malkovich. Malkovich. Scream. Scream. This, I think, it, we need to take a take a step and talk about that because sure. the horror horror stuff got really bogged down with sequelitis with yes. all the Friday the 13th, Nightmare Before Elm Streets, mm-hmm. Halloweens, like it lost a lot of itself. Yeah. Um and Scream brought back that style of slashery movies, horror mm-hmm. movies. There's I'm I'm assuming we're going to be talking about Blair Witch Project. I know you're not a fan but that spawned a brand new horror genre, the found footage. So I don't think Spawn's going to make this list. That's why we talked about it. Should. <laughs> Seven. Well, hang on. Days oh. of Confused. Days of Confused. Ah, oh, one of my favorite movies. This came out in 93? Wow, I, I could have sworn it was older. No. All right. Uh, one of my favorite movies. Ben Aff- one of Ben Affleck's first roles. Mm. Um, Matthew he's McCann, just a kid. He's, he's just a dude, right? Uh, yeah, he's in it very briefly. Okay. Uh, he's also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer very briefly. Um, yes, you showed me that. Yep. You pointed that out to me. Yeah, this movie is you never you never saw this, no. right? Uh, no, I did. did I could have sworn it was older though. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Just because I the, mean the, it's, um, subject matter. And yeah, stuff like exactly. That, you know, and then this guy actually did one a couple of years ago um, that was based around the eighties. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so it took place in the seventies. Yes. Hence my confusion. Gotcha. Yep. Seven. Seven. God damn this movie. This would be so this is a good. good. Movie. Yeah. This is David Fincher. Fincher, yeah. Um, this was, I think, right. This was when he got kicked to the curb after Alien Three, or he did Alien Three. I forget how how that goes. Alien Three might be on here. I can sincerely doubt that. <laughs> um, but regardless, David Fincher, after the stink of Alien Three, if you, regardless of how that went down, makes Seven, which was the the, the grittiest, horror-y, Thrillery movie yeah. at the time. Yeah, this movie is so good. Really good stuff. Gritty. Yep. It, it's it's. This is a good movie. Probably one of my favorites on this list so far that we've seen. Uh, Babe Pig in the Sand. <laughs> is this the first one or the second one? Uh, no. The first Isn't Babe the first movie one was just Babe? called Babe. So I'm surprised the sequel because I, I I heard I, I don't know if this if they had a subtitle. I'm gonna be honest. No. Okay. Remember this one Sub- having more dumb. CG in it. This okay. came out in 98, whereas the other one, they were just like, let's put peanut butter on the animals, and they'll just lick their lips, and they're like, oh, well, they're talking. So it felt like a cop-out to me. 
even at this time in 1998, I'm getting jaded at the technology I'm seeing in television and movies. Practical effects are great. I agree. South Park, bigger, oh, longer, and uncut, 1999. Boy. This movie almost brought me to peeing my pants. This, and I never saw it in theaters. I saw it on VHS. I think with my I older sister. I saw it opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And that opening scene is literally something. Oh, the, the Terrence and Phillip thing? Well, no, where the guy was, where they oh, were the, trying to get the homeless guy to buy them tickets. Going to buy tickets for this movie, that's what we all lived through. Nice. Was kid, kids who were like 12 or 13 being like, yo, can you buy us tickets for South Park as we're on the line sure. for South Park? I will tell you, I'll tell you my story real quick. I forget what movie us kids were going to watch at this time. It might have been fucking End of Days. Okay. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was rated R or something like that. I'm just pulling that out of my mm-hmm. hands right now. Um, we could probably actually date it back even further, but whatever. Um, so we were going to try to see this R-rated movie, and it was very well known that we were going to go see this to the point that the mother who picked us all up and drove us to the movie theater was like, oh, you're going to see an R-rated movie. Okay. She came into the movie theater with us. She asked the clerk, hey, if I buy six tickets for end of days, do I have to stay here? And they said yes. So then she's like, all right, six tickets to Chicken Run, please. So, the jig was up. Clearly. We should have just left and tried it again. But we all got six tickets for Chicken Run. Did you watch Chicken Run? Only after we got kicked out of the end of Day's Theater. And I was like, well, we got these tickets to Chicken Run. We might as well just watch Chicken Run. And we watched Chicken Run. And it was uh, mediocre at best. But South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Um, fantastic movie. The uncle fucker scene, oh I my think, God. which is dead right in the fucking beginning, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracked me up, man. Um, and I think still holds the record. Well, maybe not still. Probably a Tarantino movie. Um, it, it held for a long time the, the, the usage of the, uh, the word fuck in a movie. Yeah, probably Tarantino squashed that record. Back to the list. LA Confidential. Never saw it. Nope. I was sold not to talk nation. I'm being censored with an S. I am. It was a fucking mistake. Wow. JFK, I actually did see. Uh, not bad. Like, you okay. know, it's a bad he, yeah. was, he was He was killing it. Yep. Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves, Waterworld, Field of Dreams. Waterworld. Waterworld. Fuck Waterworld. I think a lot of people said that moving out of the theaters. Yeah. <clears throat> Starship Troopers. Oh man, this is Love such a good fucking movie. Like this movie is bad, but that's the point. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven um, just just made this B style send up to like the weird fifties and sixties monster movies. You know, like th- I'm talking about movies that you've seen clips of public domain where it's like a scorpion is walking through the city because they just made a small city and a you know regular sized scorpion. Like this is. This is a fun movie. Right. Um, and you get boobs. Probably, I think this might have been the first movie I saw, uh, uh, Topless Lady. Yeah. Oh, it. my God. What the hell's her name? Well, she was in 90210. She played Oracle. Des, whatever her name was. Okay. Well, I don't know. But Denise Richards is in it, too. And she's kind of, she, she's 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 on her way up. Yeah. At that point, too. Yeah. I yeah. think she peaks at... Um, Wild Things. Right after Wild Things, she was she was um oh man she was she uh, peaked when after she married fucking Charlie Sheen oh well that well no she was way gone at that point 
um, she was in a James Bond movie. It might have been The World Is Not Enough. Uh, she yes. played a nuclear physicist, what was her name? Dr. Christmas Jones, God or something like that, just for the sole fact that when they can do a sex joke with 60-year-old um, Pierce Brosnan, uh-huh. that they said, oh, I guess Christmas came twice this year. Ba-dum-bum. bum Anyway, moving on. Wow. Good segue, The Lion King, 1994. <laughs> oh, the movie that ruined my childhood with that Mufasa death. Oh, dude, oh, that, yeah, that's fucking, that God. is, that is. It's a dark, that is a dark game. Disney flick. I it mean, really there is. are darker Disney flicks, but this is like, hey, it's fun animals, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it goes, it goes places. Tom, I know you're not a fan of, um, of Lil Dicky. Before he got, he was the, the dude from Dave. Oh, You're not a fan. He did a rap recap of this movie, and it's actually pretty funny. Mm. All right, that's fine. There, there's no winning you over. I'm just, not, I'm just letting you know, Nation, that that it's out there. Don't, don't listen to it. Fuck that guy. I'll link to it in the Twitter. I will delete it. Unforgiven. So, uh, so this was like kind of like the last gasps of uh, westerns. I was gonna say cowboy movies, which I guess is the same thing, but yeah, westerns and stuff like that. Unforgiven, kind of like the last big one until. Like maybe 2010 or something like that with um, 310 to Yuma or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yeah, I've actually never seen Unforgiven. Okay. It's on my list. I'll be fair, movies. I never saw it either, but I understand the um, what it does. Yeah, you know, I like a good cowboy flick. A good cowboy flick. He here here. This is Crash. I don't think it's the Crash, like the the one that won the Oscar. I don't think this is it. Something. Oh no, not the race relations drama. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Rolling Stone, what are you doing? Why is Shawshank so low and all these fucking foreign movies are fucking... Like, what is this? Blair Witch Project is on the uh, list. We did talk about it already. Nine. Nope. Train Spotting. Train Spotting. I think I got three minutes in this movie and I'm like, I can't understand the yeah, fucking they're saying. I watched it. Very heavy accent. I watched it once and I'm fucking good. You I, never, I, need, I never need to see it again. That's fair. It seemed like a trip. Yeah. Like more ways than one. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, I saw it once. I was like, all right, that's that's fine. Yep. I seen it. Princess Monoki. I know this is like huge. I saw it once. I mean, anime coming into we really could have. I should have talked about this with the television stuff, but whatever. Anime coming into America at this time. Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, Tenchi Muyo, Toonami. Yes. Like, all this stuff is, like, opening up new eyes, impressionable eyes, too, to um, the world at large and seeing what the stuff is. Like, obviously, Pokemon takes the world by storm in the in the later half of the 90s with, you know, the, the television and the movies and the games and cards and all that shit. But Princess Mononoke was one of the first big anime movies to come over here that were like wow hit like theaters that was, I believe. and hit theaters yep. too yeah exactly it wasn't at a fucking it wasn't a 70 dollars fucking vhs that you bought at suncoast like this was wow was, so many hate suncoast what dude that shit was expensive it really man. was suncoast it was a hard was, hobby to get into suncoast was fucking expensive suncoast was fucking shit. expensive yeah. no one they're fucking in the ground but anyway i never saw this one okay rushmore i saw because i worked in a theater and uh fuck Fuck Jason Schwartz, man. Fuck you with a big rubber dildo. Kids. I think I heard that movie, Kids. Kids. No, but I've seen the porno. It's on Nudie. Kids is rough. 
this isn't too smart of a list for me. Dead Man. Fight, Fight Club. Club. Here we go. go. 1999. David Fincher's... Uh, not David Fincher. There yep. you go. Um, Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk. There you go. Great movie. You see Brad Pitt's dick. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, I'm personally not, but whatever. Nope. So this is the worst list to go on. Toy to. Story. Toy Story, 1995. One of the biggest CG cartoons. The birth of hit. Pixar. The birth of Pixar, yeah. I mean, Pixar was birthed. This is like this is like the birth of Heather Locklear, yeah. which wasn't really that. But this you is know what Pixar, I mean. This, this is when was, Pixar yeah. came into prominence. We're like, oh, get a load of these fuckers. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, Pixar... Came into prominence, huge at Toy Story, then finally got eyes, you know, from Disney and stuff, you know, looking yeah. at them. Eventually, it took a little bit, but yes. Um, I assume we're going to be talking about more of CG-heavy movies l- later. I think so. Reservoir Dogs, Quentin Tarantino yep. movie. Awesome I've seen movie. it once. Awesome movie. Love, love, love this movie. Tarantino movies, like, if it's not Inglorious Bastards or either Kill Bill, I'm good. You never saw Pulp Fiction, though, right? I tried. Yeah, it was okay. just way too chatty. It's, it's, like, re- it's like reading a Chris Claremont comic. There you go. The Matrix, 1999. Ve- Could have stopped here. Oh, he should have stopped, stopped there. Could stopped right here. Stopped there. there was a line. Okay, I'm paraphrasing something right now. Comic Pop. That website, that YouTube channel, okay. they talk about... Um, actually, more recently on their back issues, they talk about uh, the, the Donnie Cade's Venom run. Okay. Because of the whole Venom, Let There Be Carnage thing. And then they're joking around. I'm like, oh, isn't there a story called Venom, Let There Be Carnage? And the, uh, the guy, Sal, he's just like, no, there is not. Because – and then he tells about – he tells a story of when uh, Guillermo del Toro was directing Hellboy 2 that one of the producers came to him and he was like, hey, there should be a scene where Hellboy turns into a man and then turns back into Hellboy. And Guillermo del Toro said – and this is the quote – Hollywood just loves to put their dick in stuff. So the Matrix sequels, that's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And granted, don't get me, the Wachowskis probably had a big vision and a big future and a big stuff like that. Yeah. However, the way that it was executed was a lot of, you know, Warner Brothers or whomever, the powers that be, doing stupid shit like that. Yes. And maybe I just wanted to use the phrase Hollywood likes to get their dick and stuff. Because that's pretty, that's pretty topical. Carrie Ann Moss. Mm. Carrie Ann Moss, she's all right. In the black vinyl? Yeah. Uh, Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights, where you Boogie see uh, the fake uh, Dom. Uh, the fake Dom, yes, of um, <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yep, 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 yep. Fargo, Fargo. ever saw? Uh, once, I'm good. Don't know. Ground, Groundhog Day? I don't think it was 93. Apparently. Wow. Wow, it just seems like. I never saw Groundhog Day. This is, this is when uh, Bill Murray was good. Yeah, I mean, Bill Murray, Ghostbusters. One, two, Scrooge, Groundhog Never Day. Never saw Scrooge. <gasps> so good. Okay. We're um, watching that over the holidays. Right, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that. The piano, I've heard of. Yeah, it's an it's an instrument. It's also a noun. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Malcolm X. Heard of him. Great Slacker, guy. I've heard of him. <laughs> Close up, I understand that phrase. Yep, got it. Uh, Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. There you right, go. So you want to talk about Pulp Fiction a little bit? Uh, Pulp Fiction, I mean, this really, this movie... Um, revitalized uh john travolta's career definitely uh definitely. and this is actually where was, yeah. i learned who who the fuck sam jackson was 
I mean, what was I mean? I mean, New Jack I, City. Oh, I was about to say, okay. um, um, but like the right thing he was in. But like movies might have been after this. I'm not too sure. Like movies that I like, I watch. Right. So like you know, this. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, this I mean, Uma Thurman was also you know, and Michael Clark Duncan. Um, this movie, I think, would uh, I'd also say revitalize Bruce Willis's career as well. I was just going to say well. I was trying to, you know, trying to like, scan through it in the Bruce, terror, you know? Yeah, Bruce Willis gets better and better the less and less hair he has. That's fair. Um, I mean, the last two Die Hards weren't great. Yeah, well. Yeah. Hollywood just likes to put his dick in shape. There you go. Silence of the, lamb. of the Lambs. Clarice, are the lambs still screaming? Put the bear. Put the bear. Put the this is, this is a messed up movie. Um, I really I saw is, this movie so recently. Good. Probably within the last three years. Yeah. Um, but it's very good. Yes, very good. I agree. Never saw it. This is going to be a good fucking ending we're on. Goodfellas. Goodfellas? Awesome. Okay. Awesome movie. Uh, Never saw good. it. Really? Yes. <sighs> Another one. We may have to watch. Not do a rude boys go to the movies, but, you right, know. I'm probably sure I have to pay attention to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Clearly, huge omissions. Episode one, Phantom Menace. Gotta uh, talk about that. Gotta talk I, about the Star Wars re-releases too. I was, I, I was, gonna, I was gonna bring those up. Yeah, because those, yeah, I mean, yeah, this, this whole list idea was a, a real fucking shit hit and a miss. Um, well, they got a lot of fucking foreign movies on yeah, here that were weird. Was like, These are the best movies. It's like, no, give me the most fun um, movies. Where's Wild Wild West? Where's fucking Men in Black? The Crow. Where's uh, Ace Ventura? Pet Detective. We were talking about it. Where's the Mask? Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Space Jam, the only basketball movie I've seen ever, and what? basketball game. What about Basketball Diaries? Never saw. Oh, it's about poems. Oh, so not the same thing, is it? Also, the same way anime introduced a lot of people to, um, you know, the, the Japan culture and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, Space Jam opened people's eyes up to banging animals. The furry nation. The furry nation came yes. from this. Which hey, no, that's what you're into. Yeah, we're not. We're not kink shaming here but this is where it started yeah people want to fuck lolo lolo bunny people still want to fuck lola bunny that's what it is bro yeah uh bug life ants i'm talking about these movies these where rolling stone bug life was better bugs life was better ants was crap and because fuck woody allen that's why well and this was pre-fuck woody allen also I've all, I, I've always been fuck Woody, Woody you really Allen. You should have gotten ahead of that. You should have been like, he's a fucking like, hey, creep. Hey guys, he's a fucking creep. Yeah. Um, and no one would listen to me because they'd be like, oh, that's just Tom being Tom. Right. And then here we go. Um, anything here we else? are. Anything else you want to talk about movie wise? Come to your head. I mean, you talked over me when I said The Crow, which that was one of the first uh, comic book movies I've ever watched. That's something to say. I never saw it. Sorry. You hurt me. Well, Tom. Listen, if you wanted to do trading the movies, like we do trading the backs... Yeah, I'm sure I've seen every movie you have. Uh, Not Titanic. Talked about it. All right, well, look. I'm giving you... I'm giving you a hour, 85-minute movie. Of what movie? The Crow. Okay. Which movie made Rolling Stone's top 100 (laughs) movies of the 1990s? Not The Crow. It should have. Well, it didn't. Anyway, so that was your top 100 movies. Yep, cool. What's this our, is great content. What's nation. our next fucking link? Next yeah, thing we're going to talk about is the best songs of the 1990s. This one's just going to be real quick. Well, I'm not going to go through the songs. We're just going to talk about it real quick. Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. The whole grunge thing. Slap me in the face. 
Nirvana. Whoa! Nirvana and the grunge movement of the 1990s. Yes. Here, um, this I was not a part of this. I knew yeah. friends who loved Nirvana. Right. Um, so Me, what was it growing up? Like, I was, you're more movie music related to I was stuff. more into Alice in Chains and Soundgarden okay. than Nirvana and Pearl Jam because those were – they lean more towards like the metal. Okay. Um, but, you know, Nirvana, never mind. Mm. A staple in culture. Sure. Uh, Pearl Jam, 10 – Again, another staple in, you know, in the 1990s grunge era. Sure. Um, fucking just, you could not go to any radio station and not hear anything off of Nevermind or fucking 10. Sure. And then you still hear these songs. Yeah, to this exactly. Day come yeah. out there because they it's are classics. probably why I don't really dig them. <laughs> uh, that's fair because they get a little played out. Yes. I understand completely. Um, on the flip side of all this, like, you know, grungy rock sort of mm-hmm. stuff, the pop renaissance that, that you know, came out. Like, yes, we were talking about Madonna earlier, but we're talking about characters like Spice Girls, yep. Hanson, Ricky Martin, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Yes, in the same sense Hollywood likes to get their dick and stuff, you know, re- record companies love to – I mean, <laughs> this kind of probably hits a little close to home to a lot of artists – Record companies like to get their dick and shit, yeah. too. And, you know... See, out of all those, yeah. like, pop... Our DMs are safe if you want to talk to us, but whatever. All those pop uh, people you just... Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think out of all... Like, Christina Aguilera, to me, I feel had the most talent. Because she didn't use any voice enhancing. See, if we want to mix this up with wrestling, she was the Bret Hart to Britney Spears' and Shawn Michaels. Where one was the chosen one who was more over the top, more like the the, the queen, the king, mm-hmm. the top. And the other one was the worker, the artist, the one that had the chops, gotcha. okay. that could do the shit. And there you go. Okay. To be fair, I didn't, I didn't really care about Christina Aguilera until she did Dirty, so, which was 2000-ish. So. I don't know. She needed the bottle. No, Jenny, my, hey, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Where are you? Um, you know, and then, you know, you had... You gave me one more time. You know. Fucking slaps. Fucking... So, something's slapping. Don't hit the uh, glass. That's uh, not on the glass. That's a lot song. You know, and then you have the... <laughs> Which, you know. You know, and then you have the uh, boy bands. Yeah. The boy um, bands, Backstreet Boys, and Backstreet Boys, and 98 Degrees, you know. Boys to Men? Boys to Men, yeah. We'll, we'll put that on there. A little more R&B yeah. style. Um, yeah, well, I'm just... Yeah. This is I, just kind of like I mean, to remind us. And then you have, like, the queen of the 90s, Alanis Morissette. Like, sure, Jagged yeah. Little Pill... Was like my anthem for years. Sure, like that 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 album was so good. Um, I mean, yeah, she definitely had kind of like the more rock pop. <coughs> excuse me, rock pop style. Yeah. to it. Um, R and B, pop, Brandy, um, Lauren Hill. Yeah, you had that going on. Um, Unbreak my heart. Tony Braxton, very yeah, good. Sorry, it's all good. Oasis, um, you had like yeah. It's pretty much like I mean, you had a a, a bit of everything sure. in the nineties when in it, the same sense when it came like, to music, yeah, right? But that that seemed to be what defined it. It was the it was the boy bands. Yeah, and you had you had uh, you know New Kids on the Block and shit, Menudo, but like you know the boy band boom. That was huge. Yeah. The 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 lead, you know, singer, f- female singer. That was huge. Yeah. The groups, the West Side, East Side hip hop wars, right. uh, with you know, uh, Bad Boy Productions, uh, Biggie, Tupac, 
um, Dre, NWA, Puff Daddy, all up in the mix, doing shit. Um, and then you have Wu-Tang who's just like, yo, we'll, we'll yeah, work with Wu-Tang anybody. Yeah, just like, hey, dude, whatever, man. Whatever, uh, man. Yeah, DMX. Right. DMX, um, exactly. Um, you got Eminem started in 99. Yep, 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 yep. Probably a little earlier, but that's when he came in prominence. Um, I mean, you know, the precursor to all this is Vanilla Ice, obviously. Ice Ice Baby. Um, fucking rip-off artist. It's not the same, Tom. That little itty-bitty ting. It's, it's, the, it's the fucking same. Uh, she makes a lot, baby. Got back. Yep. Celine Dion with her little um, fucking song from uh, from Titanic the movie. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. New Radicals. I, 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 I remember that shit. That song. Green Day. I think Green Day had, mm-hmm. had a huge fucking um, decade. MC Hammer. Maybe not a huge decade, but definitely a one-hit wonder. King of the one-hit wonder there. Oh, uh, he had two. He, he had. Besides, you can't touch us. He, what is the other song? Too, too legit to quit. Mm, all right, fine. You got, <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me. Didn't he have a song with one of the Adams Family movies? I think he did. Oh shit, you might be right. We're gonna have did. to check this out yeah. after after we. Uh, oh no, he's gonna do it right now. No, no, you keep going. Um, Mariah Carey, yeah. Aerosmith definitely got way more popular at this time too. Yes, uh, because they kind of they, they definitely embraced yeah they definitely embraced like the poppy rock. They, yeah. They, like, like they took their glam rock twisty stuff and, and put it put it that way. Speaking of stuff that got twisted up, I would think that um, having a band like Corn taking their metal, mixing it with rap and stuff, coming up with this rap rock thing that them and Limp Biscuit did, and then doing yeah, go ahead, Tom. Adam's Groove is oh, what God. the MC Hammer song okay. is called. Um, but wow, you know, Limp I'm Bizkit, just I'm reading Korn, the lyrics. I'm sorry. They died so that uh, Lincoln Park could live, basically. Like, that's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, but then... You you follow that thread, you know what I'm saying? Like, they took, you know, like, the the rap and the rock. They mixed it up. Kid Rock in there, too, I guess. Um, They mixed that up so then you can have a rock show with rock vocals and a DJ or a turntable. Yeah. For Lincoln Park, and then you had, and Corn's actually coming uh, to where we are. Coming right now, the, the house. They're coming to the island, actually. Oh, oh and that, that 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 concert, right? And right. they're playing with uh, playing with Stain. Stain. One would say, it's, Tom. It's been a while. It has been a while since they've been on tour. Oh, it's just been a while in general. Yeah. '90s throwback station. Here we go. We're gonna get flagged. No, we're gonna do it. Usher, you make me wanna. Taurus B.I.G., Hypnotize, Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It, which is how I'm going to start the segment out. Uh, lit, My Omar Enemy. Blink-182, kind of like a goofier rockers. Yeah. They still had chops. Like, yeah, you know, like, not they, a fan. They, they, still, they still did their thing. Uh, Eve 6, Tom, anything? Uh, that one song. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, no Doubt. I think we got to talk about a little bit Trash about... Kingdom. No Doubt, yeah. Um, they've had some fucking bangers after banger. Uh, Lauren Whoosh. Hill, Celine Dion, Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. I think the whole like the, the whole musical thing is just is just great. The whole musical yeah. thing. What a fucking. The whole musical thing. culture of the 1990s was yes. fantastic. Absolutely yes. It's a um, nice mixture of everything. Absolutely yes. Let's finish it up. Wrestling, another mm-hmm. big thing. The Attitude Era, the Monday Night Wars, the NWO, Degeneration X, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, oh hell yeah. Thursday Night Smackdown. 
Thunder. Thursday Night SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, yeah, the, I think wrestling definitely hit its its prominence at this point. Yeah, um, it's early '90s was bad. Was a lull time. Yeah, because they had like a lot of the like, hey, uh, you're a plumber, so yeah. <laughs> you're fucking. Yeah. Thing is, the, you're a plumber. And WCW just could not find itself. Yeah, Robocop, Dennis Rodman. Robocop. Well, I mean, Dennis Rodman came yeah. later, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, they couldn't differentiate itself. Yeah. Like, yes, they had Hulk Hogan, but it was this kind of the same old shit. You know what I mean? He was going over everybody in the fucking Dungeon of Doom. He was doing fucking um, big wheel fights and throwing Paul White off the roof of a hotel. Well, that's... I, isn't that when he was part of it? No, he was part of NWO, yeah. Yeah. That was Dungeon of Doom. Yep. Dungeon but, of Doom ship. Hogan joining the NWO was huge. Huge. Absolutely huge. A man. Turning on uh, Macho Man. Yep. Turning on WCW. Turning on the fans. Yeah. Huge. Nobody ever saw it coming. Yep. Except Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan bet on himself. Bet on himself. God bless him, man. And he just made a fucking shitload of money. Cannot wait. And probably that. shat it all out. They're in lawsuits. And... Cannot wait for that movie to come out. Oh my god, dude, fucking Chris Hemsworth, bro, looks yoked. Yeah. He's fucking gigantic. Yeah. All right, keep in your pants. He's he's a handsome boy. Sorry. He is. Uh, no, he is. He is. I I I I'll agree on that one. I'm gonna get the vapors when I watch Thor: Love and Thunder. Anyway, this I, isn't that. Should <laughs> I sit away from yes, you? Keep, keep socially distant. Um, the Attitude Era though was a. I would have to. Say, I mean, Vince Russo wanted to do the whole Jerry Springer thing, and they needed something because fucking Nitro was kicking their ass. Yeah. Every which way. Um, given the results out, mm-hmm. they, were, they were fucking, they were, they were crushing them, so they needed something different. And then um, January fourth happened. Well, yes, and then the, yeah, that'll put butts in the seats. Yeah. That is still one of the biggest pops I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. But when Mankind won the title from the first time, which again was spoiled to the television viewing audience. But everyone was just like, "Oh wait, are you fucking kidding yeah, me?" Like, oh, that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. Because what else was happening that night on Nitro? The finger poke of doom. Yep. So there you go, Nitro. And WCW really just kind of got too Shot big and too fast. Yeah. The, yep. You know, Hollywood likes putting its dick in it, and you know they just Vince like, Russo likes putting his dick in it. Yeah. Well, those post whatever it doesn't matter. Whatever. Regardless. Yeah. Um, the Attitude Era is still that era that people hold. I thought the dog fell out of the couch. Um, sure, might have. The Attitude Era is. People saying, like, ah, oh, it's not as good as the Attitude Era. And it's like, listen. But then, like, when you have um, someone like The Rock come on and he starts cutting rock promos currently, mm-hmm. you get fucking pissy about it. Well, I, I think a lot of it is people remember the excitement. If you were there and you watched your ninth Gold Dust versus Steve Blackman match and you're like, I don't like you watch that now. You're like, I can't. on mute, you would be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Right. No disrespect to those talented individuals. However, the fans made it that time. The, it was the attitude of the WWF right, right. and wrestling at the time. The video games. We we we, we did talk about video games already, but like that that was a huge part of that. Also, we did a whole episode of wrestling video games. I don't know if you know about this, um, but the just the, just the heat and and the, the fervor. Of wrestling, mm-hmm. the Attitude Era, NWO, Degeneration X, Stone Cold, The Rock, those personalities, Goldberg, like those personalities made people excited for wrestling in a time, I would have to say that eclipsed the rock and wrestling era. No. And people were fucking stupid back then. They're like, yeah, this guy's a, he's a, he's a bull. 
You know, like, what? That's stupid. But whatever, you uh, love it. Wrestling fans are still stupid. Wrestling fans are still stupid, yes. But we love you, Nation. And speaking of the Nation, we want to go through our Rude Nation Rocks the Vote results. Um, so we put these polls out on our Instagram, on our Facebook, by proxy, and on our Twitter. And we let you guys vote for uh, some key, key, key moments in the 90s. And we wanted to know what you thought. Um, so we broke it down pretty similar to how we did this episode. Mm-hmm. Broke it down by kind of like genre. Um, so we said with the console wars, what side are you on, Nintendo or Sega? 88% of fans on Instagram picked Nintendo. Mm-hmm. 12% picked Sega. Yeah. yeah, that was me. Um, DC vs. Marvel, who you got? Marvel. Marvel, 67%. Which franchise ruled the ruled the nineties? This was surprising. Although when you think about it, not really. Forty percent pick Ninja Turtles, sixty percent pick Power Rangers. Now mm. I will give the asterisk that Ninja Turtles did start in the eighties. However, it, in the same vein as Ecto Cooler, it was in the eighties but gained prominence mm-hmm. in the nineties. Speaking of something that started in the eighties and got prominence in the nineties, The Simpsons. When we put The Simpsons versus the South Park, South Park. Which 90s adult cartoon you like better? Simpsons won 70 to 30. Uh, Monday Night War, WWF, WWF Law. Yeah, yeah. Beat, it, beat it out 87% to Nitro's 13%. Uh, East Coast versus West Coast hip-hop battle. A lot of people who, you know, with our statistics and all, a lot of people who kind of came from the East Coast voted. They voted for the East Coast, 80 to 20%. Yeah, I mean— uh, West Coast. Yeah, I mean, West Coast is my choice. I made the mistake. I clicked West Coast instead of East Coast because my dyslexia kicked in. Oh, so there you in. go. So your so, so your vote should have just gotten thrown out. Um, so pretty much through our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all those results kind of stayed um, pretty much uh, concurrent, with the exception of Twitter. Uh, somebody uh, DC actually won Marvel vs DC on that side. Whoever voted DC, you're dumb. All right, well, we still love you. Thank you for voting. Nation, thank you so much for voting. This was a fun little experiment. It was. I wish the polls went longer than 24 hours, at least on Instagram. Twitter, you can stretch them out. But Instagram's more fun. Pictures and, you know, yeah. you press a button. Oh, my God, it's so fun. <laughs> Interaction. I love it. It's a slider. <laughs> Another thing I want to mention before we're wrapping up with this whole 90s stuff, um, on Twitter, the Twitter account, X-Men 90s Covers. So, at X-Men 90s mm. Covers. Their whole account gimmick is that they do – they post X-Men 90 comics. That's yeah. It. And then they talk about them a little bit, which is great. But, it, you know, it, they'll also – you know, they'll also post um, like Spider-Man 90s covers mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if yeah. there are X-Men if involved. There's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw them do um, – yeah, they did uh, an X-Men one. They did uh, Heroes Reborn one. Mm-hmm. Cable shows up apparently in a Captain America Heroes Reborn issue. I don't know. Rob but Mut- just but mutants weren't allowed in – Cable's a time traveling motherfucker. The whole bit, the whole thing was. Tom, it fucking happened. I don't know what to tell you. It was clearly a decade and a half ago. I'm just letting you know, without you yelling at me, mutants weren't allowed in that world because it just gave onslaught power if he if mutants touched him. I don't, Tom. You just have to do your independent research on that. I don't know what to tell you. I'm telling you that was silly of Rob Liefeld. Well, that's rough life feels we're yeah. talking about. It can't, the man can't draw feet. True. Uh, X-Men 90s covers right now, currently, they are doing uh, a tournament of to try to find the most 90s character of Marvel. 
uh, and then they kind of had, you know, so like you got you got cats like, uh, actually, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I do a lot of comic covers. Yeah, well, they are called 90s comic bop, covers. Bop, bop, bop. But I'm, 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 dude, I've been scrolling. This is only two days ago. <laughs> yeah, with their hashtag 90s Marvel matchup, you know, they got characters like Shatterstar, Bloodstorm, uh, Spider-Man 2099, Thunderstrike, Domino, Maverick, forearm, like these are some deep, deep cuts. Forearm. He's got four arms, like obviously. No shit. Right, yeah. Um, some deep, deep cuts. It's it's kind of fun to just see, like, oh my god, I saw one comic with this one guy, and I loved him. So you vote for him, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And he loses by a landslide because he's kind of stupid, but whatever. <sighs> uh, but the '90s, man. '90s were a great time. Whole lot of belts, a lot of arms, apparently. Um, a lot of hoods. Yes. A lot of hoods. A lot of grunge. A lot of plaid. A lot of fucking plaid. A lot of, a lot of video games, a lot of comics, a lot, a lot of good, good stuff. A lot of, a lot of good memories. I have to say. When the world was good. When the world was in a good place, yeah. I yeah. mean, I was in a good place. The world might not have been a good place. Uh, Bosnia, I think, was a mess. I don't know. We're I'm not gonna get to that. I'm always in a good place because I'm always in the '90s. There you go. Tommy's always in the '90s. He's never left. He's actually uh, in a psychiatric ward, just completely getting a drip of uh, some sort of. Uh, I think you, I think you're getting Jolt Cola. All I did was ask. All I all, all I asked for was a Pepsi. Is that a line? Su- uh, suicidal tendencies. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And on that note, Rude Nation, thank you for joining us on our last episode. Our last regular episode. Ever. Before we <laughs> our last regular episode before episode 100 of the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. We have come so far. It's been like four years because we do this every other week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do 25 episodes a year basically. So, yeah. Woo-wee. 100 episodes. Um, I think we're just going to shoot the breeze on this on this next one coming up. No plan whatsoever. Nation, by all means, if you got any fun memories – let us know. Hit us up in our uh, social medias or our DMs or our emails. You know what I'm saying? You're not, but whatever. We check every day. Slide there's in. Nothing, there's nothing there. No. There's nothing there. Just just do something. Yeah, do something. Just do something. Yes, let us know you're out there. We're just screaming. Just screaming. For 99 episodes of Rude Boys Power Hour Plus, 15 plus of Rude Boys Top 10, I'm gonna have to say about twelve Russell specials, ten goers of the movies, a couple party casts. Nation, come on, let us know you're out there. Come on, we're pissing in the wind here. Yes, um, I don't know. We might do something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, so our social media, if you don't know it, Twitter.com forward slash RudeBoys469, Facebook.com forward slash RudeBoys469, Instagram.com forward slash RudeBoys469. Uh, if you want to hit us up, DM us on those platforms, by all means, we welcome it. If you want to give us a long-form thing, you can hit us up at rudeboys6969 at gmail.com. We do have an email. Uh, we also have YouTube. We have YouTube? Yes, we got a YouTube. Uh, we do some video game streaming, which I'm going to try to get back into now that right. you know I, my studies are done. You know, I can kind of do some, do some fun stuff. I have a lot of free time now. Um, you can find that. All lowercase, bit.ly forward slash RudeBoysRudeTube. Uh, be sure to like our stuff and subscribe to our stuff. You don't. You can mute us. I don't care. I just want to see that subscriber number up. That's it. Hit that button. Hit that button and then hit the bell that makes it crossed out. Yeah. There you go. That, that's probably the best of both worlds. 
Because um, I'm sometimes I just get ashamed of what we post. I'm just like, I hope nobody sees this, uh, which happens. Um, our episodes sometimes go up on YouTube. That's a fucking process I have to work on, but whatever. But our episodes go up normally on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. But our home for 100-plus episodes, really, 99 episodes of the Rebirth Power Plus, is the Podbean Network, and you can find us there at rudeboys.podbean.com. Oh, baby, baby, flick that bean. Oh, man. (laughs) It is even better with music, I'd have to say. And Nation, that does it for the Rude Boys Power Hour Plus. Thank you for joining us for 99 episodes of this dumb, stupid-ass show. Um, it's the last one. I guarantee it. No, it's not. I'm so glad Britney Spears is playing us out. That's it, Britney. It's Britney, bitch. And it's Sherm. And it's Tom. And it's the Rude Boys, bitch. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't hit stop yet. Huh? This has been a presentation of the Rude Boys Podcast Network. Um, oops.